This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, hope he cakes up. London with the beat, here we go, so in. Then we go with a friend, you be both win. Hi, Laura. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have a reason to put on any makeup. The first time I've done it in two months felt good. Really? Yeah. I just, I've not, I mean, what have I got to wear makeup for? No, I don't, I don't do anything. I've not done anything. I don't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Laura and I. And marinate my own filth day in, day out. So it felt good to. Yeah. Everyone's commenting on your hair, Laura. Thanks. I had a moment earlier where I I took a shower and I I was like, I saw my hair finally sit and I was like, oh my God, I had like a slight middle part, which I haven't had very like, I felt like someone from like the forties for a second. You are channeling Hollywood. I am. Netflix Hollywood. Someone just Hollywood kid. Hollywood kid. Um, I also, so Lara and I were recording the bonus episode this morning and I broke the news to Lara that we were in, uh, three more months. that we had three more months of lockdown in Los Angeles and Lara hit the roof, You'll she shot it. the messenger. <laughs> she killed the messenger. <laughs> I, I actually said, why are you attacking me? I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't shoot the messenger. But I had to because, I mean, I was caught off guard. You'll hear it if you're a Patreon person. My live reaction to being told that <laughs> lockdown was, is extended through August. I so saw, we'll have a, a month maybe yeah. to lull. And then September I saw, wave two <laughs> will happen. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the lights go off in Laura's eyes live. I was also... I, midway through reading a report about dakota johnson directing the new coldplay video and then saw that and i had to tell you it was really fucked up all of it wait so a lot speaking of dakota johnson can we just talk for a second about mm-hmm. since the last live webinar um oh my god look i'm gone um <laughs> dakota johnson and apple martin were spotted they were stranded on the pch stranded in malibu once again stranded in Mal- <laughs> aren't we all and we had a nickel for how many times if i had a nickel for every times my car broke down on the pch well i'd be a nickel man um <laughs> we so the photos were just of dakota like in this linen white linen dress with a black face mask on and gloves mm-hmm. just like stepping out of the vehicle and it looked super ghostly. And Apple Martin is literally 6'4". Yeah. She's not to be fucked with. No. Like, I imagine that Apple was throwing, like, really peeved at the whole situation. Yeah. She wanted to go to the, the Malibu Country Mart. And she was like, yeah. I don't have time for this. They're trying to go, like, grocery shopping, hit some farmer's markets. For Gwen and Brad. Yeah. They're doing a full family... I, I also do you Are think they Mal- all quarantining together? Maybe. <sighs> do you think fly on the wall? To be a fly on the wall. Do you think um Melanie Griffith and Apple Martin have ever had a conversation? Um definitely. Yeah. Like if she 
Like maybe Melanie picked up once and was like, who is this? She Hi, messed with uh, her. Apple. Oh, I've been me. I'm so happy to finally talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'll bet they've met at like a function, like a family, yeah. like a barbecue of some sort. Yeah, I feel like there's been like an outdoor dinner party, like meet mm-hmm. the family. Gwyneth wants everyone to get together. Yeah. I think also like Melanie and Blythe probably know each other. Oh, yeah. And so, well, Blythe and Tippy probably know each other. Exactly. So it's a great oh. time to just gather around, fire up the pizza oven. Mm-hmm. Tippy Hedron definitely has like the grandmother from Dante's Peak energy a little in her later years. Yeah. I'd say she was a real wild card throughout all her years. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be systematically bullied and terrorized by Alfred Hitchcock. And then to literally have a house full of lions. (laughs) (laughs) To literally just be... She was the original tiger queen. She was. Everyone forgets noted tiger king to be Hedren. Have you ever... (laughs) There's a movie that they shot um on their property with all the lions and like it was like tippy's passion project and it was like a family that gets stuck in like a bungalow that is attacked by lions and they shot it all with real lions melanie's in it as a youngster like as a teen maybe and it truly is like it was like a ragtag production where like producer like like film part some of the filmmaking crew is getting like mauled by lions like it's dangerously it's like completely unsupervised lion action oh my god Lions like swiping and being like <laughs> and like jumping at them and stuff it's really wild i don't know what it's called but it is a real I, good i want like a documentary now about that the making of that movie yeah i mean it is like true lion like how energy yeah. Melanie was a wild child. Mm-hmm. I think, wasn't she dating like Ryan O'Neill at one point when she was like 18? Probably. Sounds she was like friends with Tatum. <laughs> I mean, Ryan O'Neill, hit on, he hit on Tatum O'Neill at Farrah Fawcett's funeral. Did you, <laughs> you know that story? On ta- Wait, he was married to Farrah. He's, he's he Tatum O'Neill's. Tatum? No, he's Tatum O'Neill's father. Oh, and, and he hit on her. He didn't know it was his daughter because he's like. Does he have dementia? I think it was more he's an alcoholic. Oh. But she saw Same him. Diff. I guess they're very estranged, and she went up to him at Farrah's Farrah's funeral, which was her death was completely overlooked by he who will not be named death. And you know who I'm talking about? Who? Michael Academy. No, MJ. Oh yeah, she and really got she the got, back seat. That's she a, got screwed. A sad, a sad cancer death just swept right under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, Tatum O'Neill went up to her to Ryan O'Neill and said, "Dad, I'm so sorry." Or she went up to him and said, "Hey," and he like started hitting on her, and she went, "Dad, <laughs> it's your daughter," and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry about." that can you imagine that's Hollywood for you kid <laughs> what Tatum on the scene that's a real therapy moment for sure we need to have Tatum O'Neill on the pod we should she's seen it all she is I think she has a kind of harrowing social media presence but it's, I'm here for it 
I feel like I remember her that she was like problematic or something on social. Yeah, I think wasn't she dating Rosie O'Donnell at one point? Is she a lesbian? Yeah, I think she's like Bye. queer. Yeah. By icon Tatum O'Neill, who knew? I thought Rosie and Ryan were married, so I don't know where I've been. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I hit on her. He was married to her. What? <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Did someone just write panties? I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing nice panties. panties. <laughs> Who's trolling me? Don't you guys? Icaro, hey. Icaro has no patience. Nice panties, great hair. I'm wearing shorts. Panties. You guys are. Childish. You guys are sick. You guys are fucking sick. You guys are sick. Um, <laughs> Carrie was revealed. Um, so people have a lot of people have been wanting us to um, talk about Shishu. Sheena. I mean, we do. T- we get into it on the bonus app, and I didn't listen to the podcast uh, that was like the pod where all the tea was spilled or whatever. Yeah. Um, all I know is that justice was revealed. Yeah. And honestly, however you edit Sheena, she's going to be funny. And I wish that they would give her more screen time so that we could just like enjoy more of her. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if there is like a sympathetic edit for her. You know what I mean? No. An I think, S- like, an S- like, is, yeah. Like she's very what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like. I mean, again, we talked about it on the bonus episode, but I think um, the whole hero edit thing of Stassi and Bo is pretty bone chilling to me. Not my heroes. Not my hero. Literally, whose heroes? <laughs> Kim's face. I love that choker she's wearing. I know. That was <laughs> it's so good. You remember when Kim walked into that dinner party wearing like a leopard body hugging dress and she went, it's, I'm doing Kim style. Kim is always doing Kim style. Also, yeah. her hair is fire in this season. It's so her blowout good. is so good. Yeah, she and she's also just so drunk. Yeah, hold on, let me. I'm tweeting out. Just a reminder. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. I'm gonna go. You're watching us live. Try to engage on social, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to share this on youtube now for anyone that wants to watch on the tube social media moguls <laughs> <laughs> i shared okay so i was like i need to get back on twitter like i need to like have more of a twitter presence i've been liking your little tw- your subtle tweets <laughs> like i am a i'm an author i'm a writer yeah where I'm are ready. you like I'm ready to enter the Twitter sphere. So then yesterday I was like, okay, I'm going to upload a video of Tony, but then it had a weird caption. And then I just felt really old afterwards. Cause it wasn't like, I liked a it. Tweet. It was cute. It wasn't like a tweet and a video, how I wanted it to be formatted. It was like in a different way. And I was like, yeah. Oh man, like technology hath eclipsed me. Eclipsed me. Uh, speaking of ancient, I have started a TikTok. I think that that's a great platform. Like normally I would be in like a 5150 place with a TikTok revelation, (laughs) but I honestly think that you are, you already are shining on it, but I feel like there's a lot of like room to grow because I remember your, um, 
Vine. What was this? Yeah, your Vine was one of my favorite vines. Thank you. I I was a tr- I loved Vine. I had a I had a you know, I was very dedicated to my Vine. I was super bummed when Vine closed and I don't have any of my vines. Like I thought maybe You some- do. You do. You do. <laughs> you do. No. You do. Lindsay Lohan says you do. No. The Federation keeps all the vines. All the vines. Wait, you, you do. Because no, I, I don't found, think so. Yes, I found Dodie's old vine, so I know that they're like saved places. I didn't, but I didn't. I have looked. I can't. And I have. I, I have looked. looked. I have looked. I, I had looked some high and low. I have looked high and low. I have like I had characters. I had like a whole world. I had like this character named Chrissy. I had like a a guy named Skyler who was the store manager of American Eagle, who was always like consoling his staff about like it's okay that you have like mono, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that you should bring your vine energy to TikTok. Merry Brennigan. <laughs> Anyway, but I but I did TikTok and I was my first few videos are truly nightmare. Like I did one of like a slow mo me. I was just I was truly just laughing because I was so overwhelmed by it and I couldn't handle it. (laughs) And I like slowed it down and I'm just crying laughing on it. And I didn't know that you had to do hashtags. You have to you had to get it like on their main pages. So I had to go back, delete the one I just did, and then add hashtags. And I was like adding Hashtag for you. Hashtag for you. And I felt so like, I was like, oh, Sam you, Banks, who, who's a, a, a great he, He's a reader. He's so funny. I know him. <laughs> I, know. I know him. I know Sam. Me in my peasant he, dress. I'm like truly in a place of like a peon of the Federation. You are. I am. Um, but I yeah, he. Long and hard. Sam was like my he I like posted zero likes on TikTok on Twitter. And he and he posted like what the hashtags I should use and I felt very grateful for him. So did that get did that bump you up your following? I mean You know what? Hashtag for you. Hashtag for you. For you. Um but yeah, that was uh, a moment I I felt it was a brave decision for me to go on TikTok and to also I felt brave to reveal that I truly get like zero likes on my TikTok. Well, you're new to the game. I um, give it like I really feel like you're going to blow the fuck up on TikTok. Thanks, Lars. Um, and you're also doing a great branding across all platforms, Zicaro. Zicaro. <laughs> <laughs> We need Danielle to do a cameo. We should like crowdfund a cameo for Danielle to shout out your TikTok and tell just like a cameo from her to the world. Follow me on TikTok yeah, at yeah. Icaro. Icaro. We also need to talk about. <laughs> we also need to talk about um, how many, how many impressions, or how much Grimes' baby's name has affected us. Has it affected you? I don't actually care. feel so affected by it. I'm like, of course they named it some troll name. Like it's like not I that's like not its real name. Yeah. And also in the state of California, I read that it can't even be accepted as a real name on their birth certificate. Yeah. Because <laughs> that you can't you which actually really ruined my day. You can't use the AE symbol. 
you have to use like just like regular Uh, english language and letters i mean she used sucks uh, for me (laughs) when i wanted to name my daughter lera 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 um isn't it elvish didn't That's she? It's like, it's like her own language. <laughs> Someone just wrote Tanny. <laughs> <laughs> he is Tanny. Tanny. Kerry. 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 The R. The E always comes before E after A every time. <laughs> e after A for life. Yeah. I'll die on that hill. But yeah, I mean, like, how did she even say how you pronounce it? It's just she think, said she said like she said a like Kai, and he says it's like cash. I feel like they're already disagreeing on a lot for or, people or, that just had a baby. Or Zai, sorry, because the X is pronounced Z. Oh, Zai. Zai and Zash. Zai, sir, twelve. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I love how they named him after a, a war plane, mm-hmm. an aircraft of death. <laughs> no, not an air. She specifically said it's not an aircraft of death. It's just known for its speed. But I just love Grimes is like going from this like kind of socialist Canadian socialist queen. Punk. That's what I mean. I'm I'm here for her relishing. Like, thanks, Nora. Maybe no, we all find a billionaire partner that unleashes our innermost eccentricities. Like, I hope everyone gets that luxury in life. So I'm happy for her. I think Elon is going fully off the deep end, and I think war is just like getting to everyone. Yeah, and it's coming out now in different ways. Yeah, I mean Eli went on Eli Elon went on Joe Rogan and the two of them were having like a circle jerk of conspiracy straight male conspiracy. Yeah. It's a hoax. The hospitals are empty. But you know what? We're not going to talk about that. They don't get very creative. I love a creative um, conspiracy theory. Yeah. Should we get into this episode? Yeah. I have notes. I have notes on. I have notes. Um, So, oh, it's not Tony. It's a far less attractive pug. A pig. Um, Pig. Wait, what time is our first guest joining us? Our first guest is joining us at seven thirty. Great. I mean, we could. Well, what? What should we do? Let's preface. Let's preface a little. A pig. A pig. A pig. Um, so we we just decided Laura had a great idea to just maybe take a little detour from Jersey for a second, because um, we God knows we have all the time in the world now. Yeah, um, and we obviously we're on this kick of revisiting, you know, benchmark episodes, seasons of the Housewives franchise, and we're nothing if not historians. Yes, and I think arguably top five historic housewives moments is episode nine of season one of real housewives of Beverly Hills, the dinner party from hell. Mm -hmm. And we, I remember where I was when I watched this, it was 2010, right before Christmas. I just returned home from my year, my semester abroad. We were also young. 
Yeah. 2010. Let's see. What was I doing 2010 right before Christmas? I was 14. You were not. No. I was. Oh my God. I was like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) People are saying things. Now I'm in the point in quarantine and isolation where people say things about like numbers and I just like don't know anything about numbers and then I Mm -hmm. just like believe them like someone on mother's day some account that i follow like an anna nicole smith fan account posted a picture of her with daniel lynn and then her with danny lynn oh my god and they said like 1986 to 2000 whatever and i thought i was like oh my god she was born in 86 like how am i two years older than anna nicole smith like what the (laughs) and like totally like went the reference of the years her children were born went right over my head. Yeah. So. Oh, poor Anna Nicole. Someone says I was 13 in 2010. Well, <laughs> congrats. Congrats, congrats, congrats to, you. to the team. We did it. We did it. Good for you. Um, yeah. So this, this so, episode. Yeah, we wanted to veer. We wanted to veer off and then Carrie, you were like, let's do this episode. Yeah. I just, I think it has everything. It has Faye Resnick. It has, a psychic it has everyone's together like there's no like they're all in one enclosed space yes you have just the right amount of of others who aren't in the main group who are like all at bringing something like no one is not bringing something in this in this moment even adrian maloof who's like boring as fuck is bringing something yeah and they're all i love that it's centered around just one event like yes. it's, it's so simple. perfectly encapsulated. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm gonna do this now. We're doing it, and yeah. now it's like blowing up in our faces. Yeah, and it's you know, it's the decor is it's like that. It's it's a little bordello. Like it's it's very gaudy. Like the grammars and it, you, the house had such a sad energy to it because obviously now we know like what was going on there. Also, is this the house that burned down? Yeah. Yeah, so this house so, like doesn't even exist anymore. No. And it's like yeah, it's like haunted already. And I wonder if Allison picked up on that when she Yeah, you would think that she would have tipped Camille off like at some point. I wonder if they're still close. Well, I think Camille Camille said that in retrospect she thought Allison maybe was picking up her and Kelsey's relationship. With the cheating and he and, loves the nannies. Oh, yeah, because he did cheat with a nanny, right? Um, I think he cheated with a flight attendant. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it just, it, it has like, it has the supernatural. It has the first time I ever saw an e-cigarette in my life was on this episode. They don't even make e-cigarettes like that anymore. No, it was, I, I remember being like, my mouth was like a jar the whole time because i was just like i'd never seen someone i didn't know what it, i i could not it was so futuristic to me and like bizarre and i was like this is never going to catch on oh boy little did you know um <laughs> Asia. <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ um but yeah it just it has and there's so many like there's so many fights going on in the table there's so much good commentary. What? Hi. We have a new we have a guest who's arrived. I didn't know am I um 
Hi, Pat Reagan. Hi, Pat Reagan. Welcome our special to guest, the comedian. webinar. Wait, I feel so crazy because I couldn't tell if I was um, like going to be waiting for a, like if I should just dive right in or just if gotta I dive should... in. You just got to okay. dive in, Pat. Were dive in, not... the water's fine. Did I, just, did I just come in and someone's like in the middle of a sentence? Oh, no, no, no. We were just like kind of filling the air. Oh, cool. Waiting for you. Setting the scene. Wait, yeah. um, so we just, this is Pat Reagan. He's a New York comedian extraordinaire, host of Seek Treatment with Kat Cohen, and also a Bravo expert. Truly. Oh, I Pat. truly feel that way. You know that I'm so modest. You know that I'm so self-deprecating. You know that <laughs> deprecating. I'm someone who is harder on myself than I am on anyone else or that anyone else could ever be on me. Right. I can sit here in Bushwick, Brooklyn, in front of my MacBook Pro and yeah. say that, yes, I am an expert in Bravo. You are. I mean, I love the wall color. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, um, my um, boyfriend and sexual partner, my same-sex sexual partner, if anyone has a problem with that, they can go ahead and X out of yeah, me. <laughs> my same-sex sexual partner has a, um, it, this is his sublet apartment, and he does ask me always mm-hmm. to be public and clear about the fact that he did not choose this wall color. He's would like a wall color that's in the same family, but not this specific one. And he right. just like, need to be um, forthcoming with that. Listen, it's I've done the Bushwick. Me... Oh, sorry. Ahead. No, I was just going to say it's reminding me of Veronica's Closet, that show with Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. An old class. Like, it's, it is Veronica's Closet. It is. I, I never did that. I know. I keep getting distracted because I'm looking at the chat on the side. Um, oh, I know. It's a lot. Like, I just closed it because I can't. Yeah, you can close. I never watched Via's Claws, but I loved, for me, as a young boy coming up in in town, I loved um, Cheers. Me and my brother watched Cheers. Really? Um, I never was a, I never watched Cheers as a kid. We were Cheers on Nick at Night, um, and um, I, I thought Kirstie was so much stronger than Shelly. Yeah. Um, who she replaced, and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I loved Kirstie Alley on the show, and she, she was gorgeous on that show. She's beautiful. Also, Stunning. Kirstie Alley is an incredible actress and so fucking funny, and no one... I feel like her her lifestyle, unfortunately, has... Or her ideals have usurped her. Overshadowed it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's wait, so she, good. Is she... Wait, wait, is she problematic? She's, she's sigh. Well, she's sigh. She's sigh? Yeah. Oh wow. Smart, hardcore side, kind of an anti vaxxer. No way. Mm. Oh no. She's what unique. She's unique. Um sexy. I was gonna say I did a Bushwick sublet journey. Yeah. I've done um I did and kind of consecutively. I did two months in Bushwick, two months in um Crown Heights. Wow. Two, yeah, two months in East Williamsburg, and then I, my, I had like a six months of um, subletting around. A rotation. And my boyfriend just keeps extending over and over again. I mean, it's I, under this time is good to be subletting, I feel like. It is, but also it's like now we're kind of looking at moving somewhere, but it's kind of like you know, together? You, yeah, well that was the thing. It's kind of like we were, we've been dating for like a year and a few months, so it's kind of like if this all happens when we'd been dating for like a month, we'd probably be quarantined together, but there would be no pretense of like, this is it. You know what I mean? It would be like, after mm-hmm. this is over, 
if there if it ever is truly over, we'll, we'll go back to our own apartments. But like it was very much like we've been dating for almost a year and a half. It was very like child runny, right? So I think we're gonna move somewhere. But like moving, it's like moving. So you, you decide to move one night. The next night you're foaming at the mouth. Um, on street easy just like for hour hours or disappearing you're on street easy you're saving you're saving and then you like contact a few people and then people are literally calling you all day every day being like can you come to the apartment right now and actually buy it for and also do you make three hundred thousand dollars a week because you have to if you want it and can you buy it right now <laughs> yeah can you buy it right can you buy it right now? sign it right now we'll so send you the documents email well, Pat, what if what if you kept a sublet apartment and then had your place together and then you can have like a Carrie and Big Carrie thing? Bradshaw, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. But you just go and like write and like sit on your bed with your laptop. That's you getting fights about the two days a week off. Does that yeah. mean you're going to want five days a week eventually? Yeah, I mean, is this uh-huh. the is this where we're heading? We could um, he could break up with me and then we could cheat on his new partner together and then she'll chase me out of his house. Yeah. And fall on her face. Um, so, Pat, what is your what is your favorite housewives like uh, anything? Like which yeah. which branch, which city is your favorite? I would have to say. I mean, I, I'm a true true believer in. Um, I'm a true believer in every city has good seasons and bad seasons, right? And like um, golden ages and and kind of like valleys or whatever. But I think if we're to look at the entire length. I would say that overall, I think New York I've enjoyed has given me the, has brought me the most joy over absolutely over my lifetime. I mean, New York was the um, New York was the one that I watched you know, when I was like, that's what made me fall in love with the series. Like I watched. Yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna say with the city. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say with your boyfriend. I was <laughs> we were all really feeling the love. <laughs> it made me fall in love with all of those things. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I just like I've never felt the way about someone the way that I felt about Bethany seasons one through three. Yes, she heroic. And I think that um, I think that that season three like that the the devolution uh, of like her friendship with Jill like we had never seen anything like that on reality TV before. No, and like. It was thrilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I literally think Bethany and Joel fighting literally made reality TV what it is today. I I think that there's a lot of truth in that. And I I think especially the scene when Bethany's in like her little peacoat, like crying against the car. The, on, like, I, I'll, Manhattan. Until the day I die, I will remember sitting on my cousin's couch watching Watch What Happens Live. Sarah Jessica Park. It's, it's on um, season three of New York. Sarah Jessica. Know what Parker. you're gonna say. You know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah yeah. you're Jessica yeah. Parker. This is in 2010. Sarah Jessica Parker yeah. is the guest. She gets <laughs> she gets a fan question and says, Sarah, if you I uh, hey, I'm my question's for Sarah. Uh, if you were one of which one of the New York wives do you think is a carry? And Sarah Jessica Parker said, Obviously, fans all over the country screaming at the television, Bethany, Bethany. She goes, you know, I don't know if anyone of them are exactly Carrie, but there's definitely a scene where, you know, where Bethany is kind of leaning against the wall in her red petticoat and, now it's like, and crying. And I was like, that's very Carrie. I know. That was so good. Oh, I, wow. I have that seared in my brain, too. Like, Why? I don't know. I mean, all of Sarah's. I, my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker, side note, on Watch Weapons Live is when he asked her, 
what it was like to kiss John F. Kennedy Jr. because they were dating for a while. And she was like, out of respect to his family, I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, my God. And Andy Cohen, who's like her best friend, was like, okay. Power (laughs) move. It was so insane. Anyway. But yeah, Bethany. Sorry, what? No, I just had this like little like anecdote, uh, like secondhand information about Sarah Jessica Parker that like some people think is no big like to me, it like informs so much of who she is. Like, so someone I know was at this party that was very like that friend group. It was very like Andy Cohen and Sarah Jessica Parker and like those types of people. And my, my friend that was there was like definitely the least most famous, but like people when they were talking to him were kind of like, they were kind of feeling interesting for being the one that was talking to him in that moment. You know what I mean? You know, when you're the yeah. famous person somewhere and it's almost like you're holding the cards. Cause like famous people want to feel interesting, like, and talking to not famous people. Mm-hmm. I got the impression it was that, but Sarah Jessica Parker was like trying so hard to like seem normal. And then Andy Cohen was like, I'm Sarah, we got to go. Like I'm ordering a car. And Sarah goes, why don't we just take the one train? It's quicker. <laughs> like, no you don't take the one like what are you like who is this for sorry you know what i mean yeah have you ever seen her um manhattan hedge posts on twitter no i don't follow her on any platform oh she's well, a great she... follow really yeah per carry he's the one that got me into her social media presence and once i slammed the follow button i've never looked back really well, her, i think her first tweet ever was she <laughs> She like took a photo close up of a penny on the subway platform and was like, "Found this. It's for all of you." Like, because it, it was a heads up penny. <laughs> oh my and, god! But she had this tweet She's series where she, people. she is, and she was walking to Manhattan Henge, which is like when the light in Manhattan like hits a certain way and like certain times of the summer. It's mm-hmm. like it's, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's I mean, he, that's like that's like Santa Con. That's like um, for sure. It's very yeah, hetero. Yeah. That's all in and, the same world. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Jessica was just tweeting her journey to Manhattan Henge, like from the West Village. Oh, my and God. Then, and then it was cloudy <laughs> and it, it didn't happen. And then she wrote this tweet that was, you know, the sky was cloudy. I looked over at a woman. We shared a knowing glance. I knew Manhattan Henge had broken her heart, too. And I was like, oh, Jesus my God. <laughs> She's oh a my poet. God. She's a poet. Yeah. I remember me, you know, I remember there was one summer that Square Pegs was on Nick and I was like a really big Nick at Night kid growing up. I love I Square Pegs is great. Yeah, that was on um, Nick at Night for one summer and I watched it. There was I remember me and my brother were really into block party summer, which Nick at Night did where Mondays they would play like all Brady Bunch. Tuesdays they would play like all I Dream of Jeannie. Um Wednesdays would be like all like the Monsters. And we really liked that. And then there would be some like all cheers. There's not really like Okay, but I don't want to get off topic. I feel like I feel like I keep like. No, I love that. This is all in the. It's all in the zeitgeist. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, do you, you know, it's remember funny. Stick Stickly. Wait. Yes. Did you ever watch? Did you watch like? Because Nick at night was at night, but then during the day it would be like Nickelodeon and then Snick before Nick at night kicked in. Totally. And Stick Stickly was all up on. He was like a summertime staple. Yeah, and he would just always like be popping in to intro certain shows like during the day. He was a popsicle day. stick, right? He was a yeah, a popsicle stick and an icon for me and personally. He, yeah, yes, <laughs> and he did like interstitials. Yes, Nick was on Saturday nights, and it was like, you know, to me, it was like a big, huge part of my childhood was like TJF on Fridays. Yep. Yes. Saturdays were Nick, of course, and Saturdays was Alex Mack, and I absolutely wanted. Yes. To- I recently yes. found a paper I wrote in cursive on loose leaf in fourth grade where the assignment was to say 
who we thought should be on a um, dollar bill, whose picture, what historical figures picture. And I wrote um, Alex. My thesis was that Alex, Alex Max should be. And um, I started it like in media res where it was like, ah, Alex Max screamed, a truck <laughs> And it was like, right into a, action. <laughs> it was only just a description of the pilot of Alex Mag. Um, but, anyways, but, um, you know, with TGIF. Bam <laughs> goes to the car. <laughs> yeah. With TIF, it was kind of like one time, because um, remember, Step by Step was like a huge part of, of um, that. And you know, one time, mom saw an episode of Step by Step. Whenever there was like teenagers, my mom was always kind of wary of that, of me watching that. And there was um, a Step by Step episode where Dana, the blonde, was. Uh, you remember the brother's friend who like always wanted to have sex with Dana and that yeah. was a huge plot point. That was, um, he had an art project and for his art project, he had to paint someone naked. And for some reason, Dana volunteered to be that. I remember that one. So you obviously don't see Dana naked in it, but my mom just like walked in and it was like people talking about Dana being naked. And she's like, and from then on, I wasn't allowed to watch that by step. And the innuendo was too strong. I had to turn oh. off. I had to turn off TV at Boy Meets World and I couldn't turn it back on until Sabrina. And step-by-step step was like, <laughs> not okay in my house. Oh, I, I hate when that happened when you're young and trying to like navigate TV. I couldn't watch anything where people said shut up or butt or fart. Like all uh-oh. were considered curse words. So yeah. when I watched Salute Your Shorts, I'd have to like cert- like time yeah. when they're doing the theme song and then like switch the channel before they said fart and then like switch it back to try oh my god my yeah because as soon as she heard it she'd bring it the hammer down my mom was kind of okay with i you know what? i remember being in fourth grade once watching saved by the bell and i remember my mom saying something dismissive about it but in my head i remember feeling like i'd like i remember feeling like i'd like lost my innocence i mean like i used to watch like Roy rats and doug and now i'm just watching like zach and kelly like make out <laughs> and like <laughs> And my, my mom's probably really disappointed in me. My shows were were Pete and Pete and um, Full House, and but also step by step. I want to return to that. I feel like there was a younger sister on the dad family who was like definitely a lesbian. Yeah, that was. Um, but I think that like or I like queer. I don't know her name. There was Dana, and then there was long dark brown hair, and there was they short were- brown hair who were in early seasons was very much a tomboy, but. By the end, she was kind of like a teen queen, like yeah, um, they, they um, like queer erasure. Yes, she was kind mm-hmm. of like in. I remember her being in those shirts of like. Remember, girls who wear those kind of like pastel colored like um, spaghetti shop tanks over like a white short sleeve. Mm-hmm. Such a look. She was that by the end. Yeah, of the series. and like a, she always had like a flannel around her waist. Yeah, that was early on. Yeah, you know who was my favorite actress of the nineties? Who? The girl who played Stephanie's um, bad friend Gia on Full House. Oh, um, she was Mar- incredible work. Marla, whole decade. What's her name? Marla. Oh, I never learned her name. She was Hold gorgeous. On. She was always smoking. She would always was like this kind of like un- misunderstood kind of troubled girl who like um, the protagonist was always kind of warned against. Gia, Marla Sokoloff. She's been. She was in. Um, she's an amazing actress. Oh really? Watch her be like. Well, she's like she an was like one I know of the her. 90s. Yeah. I'm like, where did she go? And everyone's like, she's no, winning Oscars. She's like, <laughs> no, but she was like definitely of that era. But I remember like a very like. You're like, who's that girl? When yeah, you that saw power. Her. Yeah. Totally. She was in Sugar and Spice, which is a great movie. Oh yes, I remember that movie. I didn't know she was in it. 
yeah, she plays like the the villain. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I. But also, there was a brother on Step by Step. The younger brother on the mom side was definitely gay, right? Um, was he was he like a, a nerd. He was like kind of nerdy. He like looked. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely was gay. Yeah. He definitely was gay. Anyway, big anyway, families. Anyway. And then there was um, one person who was no one's kid. He just lived in a truck, I think, outside their house. Yeah, he like was just their like adopted son. Uh, he was their friend. That was how Seventh Heaven got eventually. It was kind of like kind of just a home for stray youth ultimately. But anyways, um, I feel like this. I keep getting so distracted because the chats keep coming up, and <laughs> they, they're just everyone's just loving it. But um, what was I going to say? But wait, I, I feel like I ruined like I feel like no, I you can't. No, my god, no, no, oh my god, never. Stop it, get. <laughs> Stop it, Pat. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not talking about Bravo at any given point. Look, people are writing "Love you, bitch." No, don't, worry. God, don't tell me that because I'll look and then I'll jerk myself off. I'll become a camboy. Yeah, <laughs> on your Zoom show. Um, <laughs> yes, we. Do you? What was your when you watched Dinner Party? Because you were familiar with Dinner Party from Hell with Alice. So, what was your first like? Because we were saying why we picked this episode was because we felt like it had everything, and yeah. everyone was in one area, so like no one could escape, and everyone was together. And it, was, it wasn't just like a few of them; they were all together. And then the people who were outsiders, not in the crew, all brought something great. Yes, um, she. I mean, um, that felt felt very much like a bottle episode. Yes, and um, yeah, it had everything. It had everything in that it was like it's so important to like the mythology of a city. You know what I mean? I feel like every city has those like early episodes that will like influence somehow the rest of time in that city yeah. of housewives. And mm-hmm. that definitely is like in the DNA of Beverly Hills. And then it has like Faye. Like it has all like the characters. It has like Faye's in the picture. And um, and it has this like kind of crazy one time appearance person. And you know who I would never sleep on is that girl who used to be a huge part of all of our lives, who was friends with Camille. That like now Didi? we don't. Didi. Yeah. Didi, a classic and truly so forgettable, but also yeah. so important. And you, so dark. Yeah, gun to head, I could not have told you her name for one. She never. Used to be a humongous part of my life, more so than my mom. <laughs> my aunt, my Couldn't brother. pick her out in a lineup, but like, <laughs> God bless Dee Dee, she is here for drama. I and, always wonder about those kinds of people. You used to see them more than you do now, who are kind of like one person's like little kind of henchman friend that like yeah. really they don't have like hangers on have like moments like that anymore in exactly these franchises. They also had a very loaded friendship. Like Didi had, I'm not saying there was like a queer undertone, but I think that Didi had, Didi was extremely territorial over Camille. Yeah. And it was like, there's an episode in when Brandy comes on. I remember the Malibu party fight where Taylor's like screaming at Camille and being like, you did that to me about her I, husband. I don't know if I remember that specific one. Malibu, whose house was that? Not game night. No, it was Brandy had like rent her friend let her use a house so they could have a game night, and then oh um, Taylor starts crying because Camille, you know, let the cat out of the bag about Russell. But Dee Dee, oh, yeah. and then Dee Dee's defending Camille, and there's this part where Dee Dee looks at Camille and goes, "Camille, I love you." <laughs> Camille, oh my god! Camille goes, "I know." I and wish. Dee Dee's unrequited love lesbian energy for sure. And when she's in the closet with Camille getting ready for this like dinner party and they're going through all of Camille's clothes one by one. She knows all of them. 
Yeah. Kind of like holding it up. And then Dee Dee has like a power. She's like on a power trip being able to be like, that's a no. Yeah. Yes, no. you might consider that like loving it, but then also taking jabs at like how much lingerie Camille has. Right. Yeah, she, there's like envy in her. Yeah. Like she's because you, you know she's a like a jealous hater. She's probably tried on some of her outfits when she wasn't there. Absolutely, and you have to wonder. Like I always remember wondering, like um, like what's Dee's at home life like? Like what does her house look like? Like who is the last person she spoke to who wasn't Camille? You know what I mean? Like did she ever go on a date ever? And like how did that go for her? Like does she have a social security number of her own? And like what is that like for her? You know. I don't want to know. Honestly, it's better to have the eternal mystery of Dee Dee. Also, I love that her name is literally the letter D and then the letter D. (laughs) Because it's one of those things where you watch TV shows and there's these little like uh, peripheral characters to the main friend group. And you're like, those people don't exist in real life where they're just, they're only this flat person just to be an accessory to this friend group or this one person. And then it's like, then Didi came along and was like, no, actually, we do exist. We are here. <laughs> she was representation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's important. And then, I don't know. I um, There's so much. I wish I, had, I wish I rewatched. Why don't you guys talk about it, kind of? And then I'll kind of, like, jump well, in. And yeah, we were... And opinions. Well, we... I think the main thing is, like, uh, Kim and Taylor start fighting... And that's the faintest line where Kim goes, why don't you go blow up to your lips some more? Oh, yeah. What do they fight over? Why are they fighting? Well, it sets the tone. Like, everything that happens in this episode ends up setting the tone for, like, all the conflict in Beverly Hills as a franchise that's going to just, like, continue to marinate for seasons to come. Totally. And I I remember that thing of Beverly Hills, like, when Kyle and Camille's feud was starting in New York. And it was like, um... There was a thing where I remember Lisa had a confessional and she was like somehow blaming it on Taylor. And she was like, when I left Kyle's room, she was totally fine. And then I'm doing like a weird accent. I love and, it. And then Taylor comes in. I go back and she's been with, with Taylor for four minutes. And all of a sudden she's furious at Camille. So I think that, Cam- that Taylor, like Lisa was somehow trying to blame Taylor for their fight. But I don't remember Kim versus Taylor in that season. Well, because Taylor, when they were in New York, the whole drama of this dinner is that Kyle, Camille's under the impression that Kyle said that without Kelsey, who wants to be around Camille? Oh, yeah. When they had the fight in in New York, Kyle was like, I did not say that. You're being, you're a delusional bitch. Yeah. And then later. Did Kyle say that? No. Oh, I thought she said it as a joke. I think she said something like, why would you go without Kelsey or something? And Camille took it as like, do I need to be around my husband all the time? Yeah, it it was very much not that I remember. Like, it wasn't even like I said that and I didn't mean it. It was like, it was like a collection of words that if you like took them and rearranged them all, like they could make out that sentence. But it wasn't, that wasn't like what she was saying. And, And when Kim and... Taylor started fighting in New York. It's because Taylor was like, Kim, why are you getting involved? Because Kim started getting involved. Oh, yeah. And Kim said that Taylor told... Kim called Taylor out for what Lisa was saying behind her back. Yeah, yeah. And then, Taylor, and then Taylor said, I'm about to go Oklahoma on your ass. Oh, my God. Remember? My girl. So, oh my God. That's when it, I Laura's really... from Oklahoma. I'm from Oklahoma. So that oh, really? resonated. Yeah, I was like, yes. You know that my biggest association with Oklahoma is um, Brianna Gunvalson. 
Yes. And guess what? She she spent some time there. I'm going to piggyback on that and Mm -hmm. tell you that my mom's real estate agent who found her house that she moved into a year and a half ago was also Brianna's real estate agent and appeared on Real Housewives of OC finding her her house. Oh my Whoa. god. And That's he's incredible. fully interfaced with Vicky and he seemed to have been a little shaken from the entire situation. Yeah. Was not like a I don't think it ended up being a very positive experience for him personally. Totally. I, I mean Brianna's experience in Oklahoma gave me such a warped sense of it was always like them like hiding in the cellar, like um and Vicky like sobbing crying and then being like, <laughs> You have to stay in here forever. And I was like, Is this really what it's like in Oklahoma? It was then, not a good representation. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I can just tell you that I think that their experience of it was like not You didn't spend all your time in basements? I mean, mentally, yes, but like emotionally, <laughs> yes. But was, what about when there was a twister? You just like hide. It was most, you're supposed to hide in the bathtub and pull a mattress over you, as though that that's like a possible thing that you could do in a hurry. Like if a twister <laughs> comes, you're gonna be able to hulk your mattress off the bed and into a bathroom and sit yeah. over a bathtub with. It. <laughs> I did this. Um, I did this like voiceover thing during quarantine, and like the person was doing a sound check with me, and they were like. Um, they're like, so are you in like a padded room by any chance? And I was like, no, like that's I kind of mentioned earlier, like, <laughs> yeah, on my, like my boyfriend's uh, sublet. And they're like, okay, that's actually um fine because what you could actually do is just take mattresses um and put them all up all over the walls and windows. And I was like, um, I can't do that. And she's like, okay, never mind. Uh, mattresses like, plural. Like she wanted me to have mattresses everywhere, as though you have like several mattresses in yeah. your abode. It's a sublet. <laughs> she said that as though she was asking. Do you have like, five mattresses? <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Oh, but the other thing I'll say that I always remember about season one of Beverly Hills is that um, in in the intro and in the intros in the first, in season one episode one when they were first meeting all the wives when we were first meeting Taylor I think or else it's like when Taylor's going to get coffee with someone she orders a coffee with four espresso shots at a Starbucks she says I will have four she's like I will have a coffee and I'll have four espresso shots in it wow she's That's a trendy I girl do that. I do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, to me, it's, problems, it's like knowing that she's been slowly building up her kind of tolerance that can be right now. Every morning she has a coffee with four. And like, and Lara, I no. feel that. I feel no, it's like I, I, I energy. Too, I too. Every, Carrie does too. I, You're I, silently I, sitting I, in the corner acting no, like no, you I was don't waiting. Like, we've had coffee together you know that i you know that i go all in on special shots you I'm do anything i'm not putting no anything i was about being silent i will not to leave not to leave laura in the dust i i, I you probably Silence equals death honestly i might not remember my coffee order when we went to starbucks but i got a trent iced coffee every morning with two shots of espresso that's okay i'm, just <laughs> right. I'm gonna tell you that's okay I just think that um, I am just I'm just saying I'm not putting a bias amount in it anyway. But it just like knowing Taylor, knowing like what her weight is and what her like yeah no totally is and like just knowing everything, it just is a piece in the puzzle, and that's all I'll say. The fact no, that she that got four sponge shots is just a small piece in a large puzzle. Yeah, and yes. we and it had a dark end, as we know. Yeah. So I mean, it was all like a smoothie think- of, of signs. It was be- yeah. the best thing. Taylor, I'd, was I'd venture to say what happened is with Russell is for the best. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the mm, 
I won't say that. But we... Uh, <laughs> the activist cancel art. No. <laughs> no, I, I... Throw me to the wolves. No, I, I always remember... Higher. No, I always remember Taylor uh, when my darkest memory of Taylor is on the show in season two, right after they had the fight where Camille goes, that's not cool. And Taylor Wait. walks out to the gates of Vanderpump's house where Paul Nassif is on the other side of the gate. Oh my God. And he inspects her, her lips through the gate. Like he does like a little like consultation. Oh my oh God. He's like they're having a fight in there. And she's like kind of like disassociated a little. And she just like puts her face up to the gate and Paul like <laughs> prods her face. Oh my God. He, he was Vanderpump's neighbor. So he just like wandered over and was like, hey. Paul, I would <laughs> love to be like living near him. Right? Yeah. Especially He's right really now. He's really sexy to me. Like, I've always thought that he was, like, a sexy guy. He now is, like, married to, like, I think a young a young woman. They have a baby on the way. They At their <laughs> wedding, she made him I wonder if she was, sing. I wonder if she's a surrogate. No, she's pregs, like, carrying. Mm-hmm. And she made him sing, like, a song to her at their wedding reception, which is how you know that she's, like, fully in the driver's seat of this relationship. Yeah, wow. wow. I did think he was attractive at one point. I was attracted to him at one point. I was so attracted to him. And, and especially in this episode, he walks out with like a Band-Aid on his nose because their son like... He, struck, he struck always like, had a Band-Aid on his nose, I feel like. Looking back, and looking back, he, I, my, most of my memories are he has like a Band-Aid or something on his nose. Well, I think he was like Adrian's sparring partner. Yeah. He like, would do like home boxing. But then I remember with Taylor, like, my main thing is, like, is always the, like, Camille being, like, during the victory lap that was Camille's second season, like, her being, like, we don't say that he breaks your jaw, but now we've said it. And it's, like, no, Camille, like, you only said it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's just, like, in the back of it's like, oh, my God. What yeah. was so crazy too about like watching this episode and then seeing the previously on is when Taylor is speaking out and being like, I grew up in a house with like domestic violence. And then you kind of put together the puzzle pieces and you're like, oh, this is how you ended up with this dude. It was and horrible. It was horrible. So, no, like, no, I, w- I was the only reason the thing I, I was wrestle. not going to, no, the thing that I was not going to say was I, oh, Okay, I'm admitting this. Okay. I, when Russell died, they like released the 911 call <gasps> Taylor made from his like where he was found. And in the background, you hear Taylor go, I need to speak to my therapist. I think I remember listening to that. Oh I am God. such a goal for admitting. That's why I did. That's why I like stopped. No, I think I, I, I was like, like, I don't know. No, I mean, I, 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 it's a safe space. I can say it to you. I don't know where my, um, where, what I will be Googling after this. I won't yeah. know. Uh, but she but said I, she goes you just hear her go i need to talk to my psychiatrist and you're oh just like at, at this time yeah. <laughs> um what was i gonna say i remember like i love taylor and lisa's like feud of like that just like like they're kind of like fight over nothing that went on all for a season then like affected them throughout like that ultimately culminated in like the like you can if you don't want to be my friend just please don't be my enemy remember yeah. that. Be my enemy don't be my enemy <laughs> Also, but, Taylor in a suitcase in season two. I loved two, that. Yeah, when, that at, was a- when Camille has him at their her Colorado home, and you hear Kim go, "Kyle, 
Taylor's in a suitcase. Oh, yeah. yeah. You see Taylor, and she's in the suitcase, and she goes, I want to go home. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember, these are my things I think about when I think about Taylor. I think about the espressos. I think about um, cotton candy. I think about the, with Lisa, like, I really love, I think about her having um, Kenzie's, was it Kenzie or Mackenzie? Kenzie is um, Catherine Calhoun Dennis's daughter. Mackenzie. It's not Kenzie, Mackenzie. It's, um... Let's go to the chat. Kennedy. 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 Yeah. Kennedy's um, with you. Kennedy's with you. Yeah. yeah when that, she didn't like, know where her daughter was and her daughter was like on a private plane somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> her daughter was, her daughter was mid-flight. Also, there's one part where she has a birthday party for Kennedy and they have <laughs> they have an original they have a band come who came has an original song where they go, Kennedy. And it's just, that's the whole song. Yeah. And then I remember Lisa Vanderpump, childless, with no children, went to that children's birthday party. Even though she doesn't like Taylor and she doesn't have kids, it's a child's, it's Taylor's child's birthday party. She goes, experiences that, and then goes, uh, Kyle's, maybe Portia, or maybe the daughter that was directly older than Portia was having her birthday party also that day. And Kyle, I'm, I'll never forget Kyle in the interview going like, and then when I went to Kyle's daughter's birthday party, it was like, going home he was saying that taylor's birthday party was all about like the adults and it was like fake and it was like show offy but kyle was like a real one yeah and she had like an i think didn't she have like an elephant or something or like a ostrich i don't remember point? that long it was teacup it was teacups and there was like a top hat yeah. it was taylor on a table with a top hat no any mad hatter situation is an is a nunca it's just you wouldn't think, but Mad Hatter is not for kids. Mad Hatter no. is only for fifty plus. <laughs> Mad Hatter no is one. for fifty plus. Yeah, yeah, it's a real, it's a red flag of a situation when you enter any Mad Hatter zone. I'm immediately like, yeah. I know what it is, and I don't like it. Mad Hatter party is like one thing further down than like um your Great Gatsby theme. It's like Great. Gatsby. Oh. We're already getting kind of like, don't push it. And now we're going to med- <laughs> and then flappers. Yeah. You have flappers. flappers is the like sixth rung of hell. And then you reach I, the seventh and final you layer. Should, you should do okay. a season of your podcast where you just watch every episode of any of your hostile season where they do a great Gatsby themed party. There will be at least 30 of them. There's yeah, a like Bravo. There's like summer house just did a Gatsby Moment. Yes, they did. A Gatsby kind of like um, murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Or was there Gatsby and murder mystery separate? It was like a 20s murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prohibition era yeah, oh themed party. What can we start on Summer House? Uh, well, Pat, thank you for joining us from New York. I know it's later there. You're, thank you so much. You're I, hour, I sleep from 5.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. So that's kind of my schedule. That has wow. Love. Yeah, that's did. like very similar to my sleep schedule these it days. Was never, that was never on purpose. But I have something tomorrow at 11. So it's like I'm going to be a true zombie for it. But. Well, get some sleep. And we both are such fans of yours. And I'm, I'm good to finally meet Laura. I've never met I you. I know. Before. I'm so happy to meet you. You'll have to come yeah. on SUP and talk Vanderpump Rules. I would love to. I'm going to watch right now. Uh, enjoy. Yeah. Bye, Pat. We love you. Bye. Bye. Um. Oops. Wait. (laughs) Get out. Get out of here. Thank you. (laughs) I was not leaving you in the dust with the Russell thing. I was sobbing myself from saying. No, I was joking. I I listened to Taylor's nine one one call. 
Look, it's a controversial opinion, but I'm also no. I'm glad he's dead too. He's a piece of shit. He was a fucking asshole, and he hurt. He like threw her into a pool and like broke her jaw. Yeah, he sucked ass. So fuck Russell. Fuck Um, Russell. Hi, Kristen. Kristen O'Neill's here. Kristen O'Neill. We love you, friend Friend of the pup, friend of the sup, friend of the tour. Kristen helped us get the tour together. Friend of the sup. Friend of the sup. Um, Thank you. God, Pat is so funny. I'm so happy he came on. Living for Pat. Living for Pat. Living for Tony. Throwing a bit of a fit. Can you be Um, okay? We'll see. I mean, I guess we could do like a loose recap, just kind of like veer in and out. We gotta just loosely recap. Our next guest is gonna join us in a bit. (gasps) Oh, there he is. Oh my God. And now we said it. (laughs) And now we said it. (laughs) That background. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. You're on mute. Unmute. Oh, wait. I unmuted you. Can you hear me all right? Welcome. Hi, Jason. Ladies and gents, it's Jake Shears. What's up? How are you? How you Good. Doing? Good. Jake, I was, I was saying that I met you years ago at a, at a party in New York. Because when Laura told me you were coming on, I, was, she's, she, I think she said, have you ever met him? And I was like, I think like in 2014 or something what, what party was it do you remember it was for paper magazine oh i mean that makes that makes sense i'm like right? i used to work there so i was i was an intern there uh when i was in college so oh really a long time ago a long time ago like you're so you're a kim and david devotee yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys chat for a second tony is obviously he's a little out of control i'm gonna put him downstairs and then I'll return. Go okay. tend to him. Well, thanks for coming. I love, I'm so happy that you got the like, background. I'm fucking leaving. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? 
But you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. Carrie, have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Every other week. Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? So sick, but all is not lost because that's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any other on the market. Go to GetCanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchased today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use the code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off their Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Uh, do you like the background? Oh, it's. I mean, look at ours. It totally fits. It's in the in the moment. I, I think Kim is color, uh, like you know. I, I did black. Like I, there, I had us in a black heart, and it just looked weird. So I blew um, it out. <laughs> yeah, just on my iPad, and, you know, a little arts I, and crafts. I like our. I like the dichotomy of the Kims. Like mine is like, and then the, her yours is just like. You know <laughs> what I mean. I can just like duck down and like look. I don't know. The, 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 I've got right now that my view. I've got Kyle, you know, pointing angrily at Kim now with Lara out of the picture. Yeah, um, there are her two thoughts going on at all times because you're uh, you're below me right now, so it looks like we're in her in her thoughts. 
Um, but this is like perfect timing because uh, over quarantine, I have been watching. I'm in the middle of season four now. I've been rewatching all oh, wow. of the shows. So I'm like fresh out of the. You know, I'm so happy that that's such good timing. I I are you like what is season four when um. That's when Carlton and Carlton come on, which is just, yes. it doesn't work. Like there's a big sort of hiccup there before, you know, before Lisa comes on. I was telling, I was just, uh, Laura was just saying that. Um, Carlton. <laughs> no, I was, I have my earphones in so I could hear what you guys were saying. <laughs> so I mean Carlton of the darkness. <laughs> um, but it's been like, it really has been an eye opener to kind of watch it again uh, with sort of fresh eyes. It's been a long time. My boyfriend had never seen it. So we were watching it together and it got him completely like just hook line. Yeah. So it's been, but it's also been really eye opening to see the trajectory of everything. Just like Laura said, like that dinner party from hell, it really sets the stage for the dynamics that continue on for, you know, for a long, long time. Yeah, it really does. And I think, I just want to say really fast, what is your, because I saw Carlton at the Abbey once. She walked in with her friend and Did they said it was to a pillar of salt. I, I like, I felt like I did feel a witchy wind come in and she and her friend walked straight to the back. It was kind of empty and they sat in one of the booths and they just smoked. And it was like in like the red light was on them and they were just like in the back and it was so chilling for me. So I just needed to say that really fast. I used to have a name, a, a room in my house named after her. Really? You know one of my yeah. favorite Carlton movies. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. She went out and partied too hard and had to get stretchered out of the club. Damn. Holy shit. Was that a paparazzi picture? Yeah, these were paparazzi like on the street. Oh my God. <laughs> That's us in quarantine. That's- yeah. This is how I leave quarantine. About Carlton, I always said to Laura, like, she's, like, if you woke up in the middle of the night and she was standing at the foot of your bed, I mean, I think you would, your heart would stop. (laughs) Yeah. She actually scares, like, she really scares me. (laughs) She's truly cursed. And her home was, her home was so weird. And it, it looked like, like a adult film set. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, that, that giant cavernous. She had a huge dining room, and they're all sitting. That that episode in the fourth season that you know they put Kyle at the at the head of the table. It's so weird, and like mm-hmm. nothing is working. It's like really where the show breaks down for a while, and like you've got Joyce that's like you know trying to start some sort of something. Uh, Joyce who never fit in. She's she's like, I just, uh, she tries to like have a moment in like once in the season. It's just nose dives. (laughs) I know. I know she really, she tried her best, but she never, everyone just, everyone hated her. I think even Andy hated her. Like it was just so like unanimous, but it's not a hit. Also Carlton was, I mean, I loved like the Suspiria vibe of her home. Like she wanted her, her son to be like only around women, like strong women. And like, they were all witches together. I think. Do you remember that? Like she had that nanny who lived with them who was like possibly, she had like a hot nanny that she probably was like swinging with, with her husband. And like, 
Didn't she like a stripper pole or didn't she do some sort of like lingerie dance in front of people? Yeah, that was with Brandy at the, she actually, (laughs) they went, she and Brandy went lingerie shopping. This is about as far as I've gotten into the season (laughs) season four. Uh, But she and Brandy go lingerie shopping and it is a fright show. It's just, she, uh, I I don't know. There's there's something, something's wrong with Carlton. (laughs) something ain't right also when she cursed she also cursed kyle's computer she cursed like the family pc remember when kyle went into the yes oh my god words started popping up on her computer that said like plague and like pestilence and like (laughs) like it was like this whole do you remember that and she was like i think carlton cursed me kyle cannot get catch a break there's like she a true like accusation of witchcraft in this season, which is, I think, Kyle's always coming up against like mystical like <laughs> realms and spirits. Like first Allison Dubois, like reading her like a book, and then Carlton, like Kyle. But also Kyle is like a pillar of strength because she will not, she will not collapse. She will not no. heed to any warning. She's from Tinseltown, she baby. Fall. Yeah. She's a child star. She she knows what it takes to have a grit. Hilton for fuck's sake. And uh, Jake, what do you do you were you like do you remember the first time you watched Alison Dubois speaking of Dinner Party from Hell? Yeah, like I was I was um like uh, what were your first when you first saw her? Were you like I knew nothing about the housewives and I uh you know, was friends with somebody sort of involved in the series. And I was like, where do I start? I don't know anything about this. And, uh, and he said, you got to start with Beverly Hills season one. And I just completely got, I mean, I, yeah, I just completely just fell, fell for it. And uh, I, it was episode, I think it's episode seven. Um, It's just when, when stuff really goes, you just can't believe what you're seeing. And actually on rewatch, there was something a little bit more tame about it. And I've done, I was doing some research when I was rewatching it this last time. And it's like, I'm, I wonder, I question about this episode. If, you know, at game night with Dana in season two, they really show you uh, like, you know, Kim and Kyle just really being a bitch to Brandy. Right. Yeah. So like oh, yeah. I think and and I just before tonight I just went back again to to watch highlights from from this episode again because it was like a right. month ago when I watched it last and I really do feel like they are cutting these women are I think it's just awkward with with Dubois at first and I think the women start the girls start attacking her i think they just don't i think it's edited out but i do think they really come for her in a way at the table and you see it in bits and pieces you see it with kyle first because kyle is a mean girl like she is the girl who will like start she'll start like a side joke with someone and then just keep at it and keep at it and keep at it and then her like her side joking, she encourages other people to get like brazen, like where it's like, obviously Allison is, I think from a different like socioeconomic background than most of these women, especially like Kyle or whatever. And she's from a different world. And you can see Kyle immediately be like, I don't like this. I don't understand it. And I'm going to come for it. And then she gets Faye 
to start goading Allison to being like, no, we just want to know. We just want to, we just want to know like what you do. Like, we'd love just to like, know what your, it's your job. Like, can't you talk about it? Like corrupt Faye Resnick. Was, morally yeah. corrupt. <laughs> and, and you're right. Kyle and Faye, Kyle does that thing where she'll like loudly laugh about mm-hmm. to like someone to the side in earshot of who they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So she just, she, I took my you credit card make out. It, do you think yeah. she, 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 hold it up and maybe she do better take my like, credit card out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and like she she totally just like she knows how to make the air super uncomfortable and make the person know that they're like and so Allison was blackout one and also <laughs> she was like we're serving pool like kitty pool sized those drinks look so good though they look look so good i really was like having a craving for like a sugary cocktail in like Mm -hmm. a murano blown glass like yeah like a blue hawaiian uh, at chi dynasty you know yeah Yeah. like just something to make me feel to know that i'll have like a hangover i regret the next day i could feel i could feel alice's hangover coming like I could feel her, I, I've been, I could feel her blackout as a sober person. I was like, I could, it was transferring onto me. But remarkably, like, she see when at the after, when it cuts to her after they've left and they have that conversation where she says that like Kyle is the kind of person that like would make kids kill themselves <laughs> in high school, which is a real. I was like, yeah, they, she actually thing. like is. She, I mean, I, I mean, I love Kyle. I do. I, I, lo- I love, love her. Kyle. She's an OG. You can't not, like, you have to respect her. She's an OG, but I was like, that read, I was like, she is such that girl that, like, just gets everyone, like, all riled up. Right now, she looks like, I don't know, I've only just seen pictures from the newest season. I haven't followed it, but she looks like Anne and Nancy Wilson from Heart. I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) her face face journey is wild. But the hair, she was like pretty good. Like, like she kind of looked like same. She looks now. good, but it looks like she just walked out of the like. All I want to do to make lo- is make love. All I want to do is make love to you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. I she love the keyboard. Really Rocker energy. I wish you were playing in the background at the dinner party. Wait, did you, you anytime? Did either of you clock the like the music in this whole episode? Like the season one background music of Housewives of Beverly Hills is so soft core porn. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's, and it's so different. like showtime. It was the first season of the first franchise where they used like an out. They had a bigger budget for the music. And they use, because all the other ones use like the recycled, like, this one, this one had like, like there's a, there's like a vogue moment where it's like, it's like clubby and, and like, but it's like elevated. So they really, they spent a lot of effort on this season and it shows. On the new one. No, on the, on the season one. Like on they, season one, I see. Okay, so they, you could just like, tell they were putting more effort into like the titles yeah. even and like the edits were quicker. So like just because they were rich, you know what What's I mean? My favorite uh, background song from Housewives because like I've got, I, I can tell you what I think the worst one is. Okay. Say, what? yeah. Say There's it. like a break beat. Like, the, you know, the, the version that's like rich people doing things, rich people doing things. Setting yeah. Up it's like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like fake, 
violins. Sometimes there's a version of that. Yeah. There's a version of that with like a breakbeat under it. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrid. I know exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like, what in like six feet? Who does the music for like six feet under and like American Beauty? Like, Thomas Newman or something. It's like that kind of like is kind of like rolling in his pre graves. Like there was (laughs) Jake. I I there was a site that had it was the guy that did my old roommate in New York sent me. She found the site that the the uh, composer of the Housewives had the site where all you could listen to all the songs and he had them organized by city. So I'll try to find that. You know, yeah, that, yeah, I, I would love to, um, <laughs> you do a cover, you should do a cover album. It's kind of, like, <laughs> it's kind of like a, there's a, like a Disneyland, like basically a sound library. Like it'd be really fun to get the housewives sound library and like play it around the house. And, um, you know, you could just putter around and like anything you do that has that background where you're just like you can call someone on speakerphone check in hi i love camille like i remember watching this season when it came out and hating camille like truly i was like i want to punch her in the face and now that i'm a more evolved human being Yeah, I don't have to take on her energy. I'm like, I live and breathe for everything Camille does. I love a woman that's here to just like act so innocent. Like everything she does is so rude, but couched in like this like innocence and like friendliness and like who me energy. It's like very specific to like a blonde, like Beverly Hills, like fake tits kind of lady. She's also always out of breath in this season. Oh, love her. She's always like, she goes, Hi, oh, Lisa. It's oh, hi, it's Camille. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say, Jake? I'm just saying, I love it whenever she dances. Like in the little, oh. the, in the, you know, in the, her- the flash shots when she's like, she does yeah. this like. <laughs> Like it's like the clavicle dance. She does this, you know. She like I don't she's, know. She's very clanky. She no one um, else dances, and then somehow Camille was like, "I'm gonna dance in my." Yeah, she also. Have you ever seen the video of her? Because she was like a MTV like what was that dance show they used to have on MTV? Club MTV. Club MTV. She was a Club MTV girl, and there's this amazing video of her in like 1990 dancing to like deep house music. <laughs> like I'll say, it's so good. I'll post it. We need a Camille at the rave when yeah. the tour is over. Um, it's fun to see her dance. I love their scenes. There's scenes like in season. You know when Brandy comes in, they get they get like all. She and Brandy have like a little, you know, a little a lipstick moment. Yeah, just a little kind of lazy vibe yeah. together. Oh, for sure. I just love her. Like I can tell what she's trying to do, and I love her for bringing that energy to the table. Mm-hmm. But it's fascinating how she sees what she does in that, in that, you know, she really does. She's, she's kind of the main thing in that first season. I mean, she's the one that gets so hung up on what, you know, Kyle, Kyle said and, and creates that whole Kyle Kim fight. Or mm-hmm. I mean, the whole Kyle, you know, that whole fight with Kyle, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which basically is the, the, like the linchpin for the, the, you know, for the whole season and kind of what they're dealing with still, still at the reunion. Um, 
And she, so she's, I really feel like she sets the stage. It's her house, of course, that uh, the they have this particular dinner in. But I think when they finished the season, she must have just hated the way she looked. And hated sure. her. Yeah. Away. She I mean, came, she came up poorly. And she came back season two, like you could tell she'd gone to like some media person got a hold of her. And I think, I also think she was like deeply unhappy with Kelsey. Mm. It was probably being like gaslit more than we even know. And you, uh, see, you see at the, I mean, the beginning of season two, like all this stuff with Kelsey, when she goes to New York, it's heartbreaking. It really oh, is heartbreaking. horrible. Yeah. Like he's like, I'll see you in a while. Remember when he says that? <laughs> <laughs> they, they go to see his, the, the, when he does like the birdcage show. Yeah. And, and she's like there in that beautiful dress. He, he kicks, he kicks her out of his dressing room. He goes, he goes, she goes, I'll see you soon. He goes, I'll see you in a while. And you're just like, Oh my God. But she also, but Jake, you're right. Camille always brings it last season, Beverly Hills. She saved it for the second to last episode when she dropped that bomb about Dorit. Mm-hmm. Like she knows how to just turn it out. And like, bring the drama and like because all season we were waiting for some kind of explosive thing that wasn't puppy gate and when camille just drops the bomb at the very end saves it for the end and just goes crazy i was like this she's a pro she's amazing she's amazing i i think she's an absolute pleasure to watch and watching these ladies you can just see the wheels turn in their head as they learn to play the game which is what i love about these early seasons especially with lisa Oh, oh, I was just God. about to say, because you Actually, see her at this dinner party, like, you just realize, like, Lisa is a lurker in the background mm-hmm. most of the time. Whenever there's true conflict, Lisa's not at the center of it. Like, she's working, she's, and then you forget that she's not creating conflict because whenever she is on screen, she's always doing something cheeky, like speeding around her Bentley with, like, Ken and Jiggy or, like, yeah. saying like one-liners here and there yeah or cedric oh my god <laughs> cedric was scares the, another one that scares the pants off me he i just... like i did like when you first meet when cedric first meets all the ladies and he tells kyle his like very sad story about his mom in paris and everything so and, good. and kyle says uh I feel really bad for what Cedric went through, but I, I just hope he's telling the truth. And mm. I was like, Kyle knew. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so obvious when you sit there. I mean, when you sit there and, and I just wonder what was really going on just with all that. And the fact that like that Ken and Lisa come from, uh, God, what was that club that they owned in London? The gay club. The Shadow Lounge. Shadow Lounge, which I have dubbed the hot box for Coke farts. their entire background is sketchy and i'm sorry it is there are sketch balls they're fucking sketch balls wait was is it like was it like a like a sketchy bar shadow lounge was like a it was like the premier soho gay lounge but it was like full red rope and you went on it and it was a nice club but it was like a small and it was like a super cokey and, the, you know, always in London, when you're underground in an underground club or something, there's like sewage pipes just like all around you. So like, <laughs> it's just, you could be standing somewhere and it just like, something just smells like duty. <laughs> like, so, 
and it was kind of like like that but it was a sort of thing where there's like no ventilation and there's all these guys like doing coke and like using the bathroom it was like right oh there. like the whole my memories of shadow lounge is really poopy <laughs> all, all of lisa vanderpump's restaurant are kind of poopy they're like, super, the bathrooms are not well kept laura <laughs> said that sir smells like flowers and did <laughs> you say that i'm sorry every one of her bathrooms i've never been in a bathroom at any of her establishments that's been like a bathroom that i've like enjoyed myself in it's been like nice and refreshing and you walk out and you're like yeah you know some bathrooms in a restaurant you're like oh like loved that yeah, moment for me no i dread i dread actively dread going into the bathrooms at lisa vanderpump's restaurant always like streams of toilet paper on the floor sometimes <laughs> there's like bar for like pee on the seat like it's just there's <laughs> always some journey happening wow so you just so don't want ken and lisa have always been like profiting off of like the gays well they've had like a restaurant empire but i truly don't think that you can make as much money as they've made off of just owning restaurants i subscribe to your theories and, and the, the fires are very <laughs> sus you think they're like uh like selling like weapons or something to like yes they they like, were they were like i heard or? i heard that from like a source that i wouldn't discount that there was like an arms dealing past. It was like widely known throughout the London circle. Really? Yes. Someone in the chat just wrote, yes, weapons. Wow. <laughs> Arson, baby. <laughs> like arms dealers. Like Ken maybe was an arms dealer, had some sort. I just think that the the money, like if you were going to actively research it, you would find you'd meet a lot of dead ends. Yeah. Laura, do you remember when, speaking of dead ends, do you remember when we were eating? It was your birthday. This must have been 10 years ago in, in Sir. And 10 years ago? It was like <laughs> my 29th <laughs> 15 years ago. I am 35. It was six years ago. My goodness. <laughs> we were in, I, it was, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a minute ago. But we were in Sir and Ken was there with Jiggy. Mm-hmm. And we got our pictures taken. I got my. There's a picture of me with Ken, and uh, Ken's holding your neck. Ken is with he Jiggy, hand. and like he's got his hand like this. Oh. Like but like this. I didn't feel it when it was going on in the picture. But like when you look at the picture, Ken is like he's. he's uh, can I just make one more? Can I just say one more thing? That I realized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the notes. <laughs> um, I'm in my. I made a little. I've got a little studio that I've that I've been working in over the last couple months, and there's there's bottles and everything around. But I I just also noticed one thing about Taylor. So, no. separated at birth. Guess with who? I wanted to say Angelina Jolie, but I feel like that's wrong. Jerry Blank, Strangers with Candy. <laughs> Totally. She does she, have a Jerry Blank energy. She, she, does. <laughs> like, she, she, does. she totally just always, like <laughs> she's always like, grimacing. She does these like these like, 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 like smiles. 
She's, I think, because I love Taylor, but but there is, I did notice in this whole rewatch, I was like, she's got this Jerry Blank thing. Kim kind of has Jerry Blank energy too. Kim is very Jerry. I think Taylor is just (laughs) so stressed. And and Jake's. Taylor's stressed, you said? She's so stressed. Yeah, I don't she think is. she eats enough and like it causes her skeleton to look weird. You know what I mean? Like it's like her the face gets very skeletal. Mm-hmm. And she, then it can and then it can get garish when she's in like a moment. Yeah, she was I mean, she was going through like and by the way, you called it earlier. That is ghoulish to listen to that, that police call. Oh, I, like, I mean, listen, I'm I'm right there with you. I listen to a you, lot are of. Are you horrified by me? No, no, no. no. I would believe, like trust me. I'm just I'm just bad. We've all listened to a nine one one call. Yeah, I've listened to Jim Jones like murdering like all those people. Like, oh yeah, I've, like yeah. hours yeah. out. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. <laughs> he's yes. like mother, 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 mother. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. I know Jake, this is I like I've I know exactly what you're talking about. The Jim Jones tapes. Yeah. <laughs> mother, 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 mother. Okay, now we're getting we're getting we're gonna get struck down. You're in the right company for that, don't worry. Uh, oh, yeah, but but Allison, I think my favorite moment of the whole episode is when Alan, well, Alan, <laughs> Alan DeBlanc, this is Alan. When Allison says, first of all, when she says, okay, I have three quotes from Allison that are my favorite. When she says, "You have two legs." Last time we checked, mm-hmm. and then when she use says, them. Use, "Use them," and then she says, "I'm gonna shove this right up her asshole if she'd even feel it." And then also when she says, I can tell her what's gonna, when she'll die and what will happen to her family. I love that about me. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Those are so good. But she also has like, okay, so I have my favorite one of hers. She goes, I was studied by a scientist for several years. I have many books written about me and I've written many books. <laughs> I was studied. <laughs> I want to see that. I like when I when I hear her say that. I just imagine like was she in a lab of some kind with like men with coats and women with coats, you know, looking know. into her in a room where does she have electrodes on her? It she, sounds like I love a mystic that's been in touch with like scientists and doctors. I'm so here for that because mm-hmm. like in this time of COVID, I'm really leaning on the spiritual community and the ones that I ultimately trust the most are the ones that like also liaise with the medical community. I concur. I also love when Allison first, when they, Lisa and Kyle first got there and, or no, Lisa and Adrian first got there. And, um, she says, uh, they tell her that medium is about Allison's life. And then Lisa goes, Oh gosh, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> so perfect. Uh, yeah, so good. First watch is so good. Oh gosh, oh. I'll have to watch it. To also, watch. Allison goes. I'm like a drug. Once you've had a taste, you need more. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but she never gave us more. She could have gone. I don't know why she never cleared her name on Watch What Happens. She was invited to go on. And she always refused to like, from what I understand, she refused to give like another interview about this thing. They never go. No. And she wouldn't go on the reunion. Like they tried to get her 
back to sort of, you know, clear herself. Like, yeah. yeah. Like give her mm-hmm. side of the story. And she never did, you know, I get she that. Doesn't, I mean, she does a literal like jerk off. Person. Yeah. She's like, I have a job. Like she's like a working, she's like a working girl. Like she like has a whole other job besides just being like this, like mystical studied by scientists medium. She also literally gives the jerk off motion, which I haven't seen in like a decade. She goes, she's a bitch. <laughs> also, after she says the, the shoving the e-cig up her ass, she goes, yeah, I went there. <laughs> it's just like, what? We, she's also obsessed with girl, like having a girl's night. Like she was really excited just to have a girl's what? night. She said, we're having a girl's night five different times. And we're going to be bad because that's what girls do on girls' nights is they're bad. <laughs> Yeah, she goes, she goes, it's Saturday. See, I'm still young, right? And everyone's like, what? And she goes, so when it comes, I'm like, yeah, what are we going to do? So that's the part that still comes out. And you're just like, and everyone is already so uncomfortable. So she's just, I think she was just overexcited to be on the show and got like blackout and made a fool of herself. And being around alpha females, she really like couldn't Locked handle out. the alpha female yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talked for so long about how much she loved the alpha female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, can we just, before, before I depart this awesome, um, I want to thank I want this awesome night. I want to thank y'all for having me on. God, thank, thank you for you being, for being here. here. I want to. This has been super fun. I love talking about house anything housewives. Um, you know, it's gay sports. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, can we just talk about Adrian for a second and kind of yeah. how we always? I have chills thinking about Adrian. <laughs> she her really <laughs> her tinfoil in the hair change it was Ah. like a huge beauty moment for me i've never seen anything like that and that started like a big trend in los angeles when she would do her like housewives um she would do like her talking heads moments and have the like gold in her hair and i remember dry bar when it just started out in la was the only place that did that and you would have them tie like little pieces into your hair for like 35 extra dollars on top of your blowout. And you better believe around the holidays, I went to fucking dry bar and got those little pieces tied in my hair. They lasted through multiple blowouts and they were like everything. I don't know why they stopped doing them. They're just so great. And I I was going to ask if 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 you think they still did them. They don't. I haven't. I don't know anyone that does them. It was such a moment. It was like a very singular moment in time. But they mm. should really bring them back because they are. She was ahead of her time. Like it was very euphoria of her to mm. like go down that road. She was a pioneer. Mm-hmm. She also. I always. I always had like respect for her because she was like. I mean, she really. I mean, she she had that business. Like she was like the breadwinner. I mean, Paul was obviously wealthy too but i think adrian yeah, I mean, was a surgeon but i love yeah. also like him being emasculated even though he's a surgeon yeah <laughs> one of the hardest jobs i know possibly do and like a great income she was they, they their their fighting was ex- seeing it again now like with fresh eyes i forgot how dark their fighting was yeah no they're excruciatingly really, like sexless marriage and like they're not they're just not you, you can just tell this isn't gonna you know you can't you can't talk to each other like that constantly and like have a 
have a good marriage. But I just want to say that I, I think Adrian was actually a, like a wonderful person. I think she was really sweet. And like, I threw a back and she really is kind of a sort of glue with this whole thing that eventually, you know, Brandy just poisons. Yeah. She, she dumps the poison in the well and real and also when Adrian accuses Lisa of selling stories to radar magazine, to radar online or whatever, um, was a real misstep. That was, that was her, Knows yeah. that she was axed after that, but as Laura said, she again ahead of her time because time. she, she called she, she had Lisa's number before anyone did, and she was the first one to, to be brave enough to say it. And Does Lisa, it as, as we know now, is a real snake, yes. But Lisa wasn't selling anything, that was the that was the oh, Lisa. Jake, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Lisa wasn't selling. That is not cool. That is not cool. <laughs> you need to be honest. You need to be cool. No, I don't think I don't think she was either. But I do. I do think that she. What? She's fucking and selling everything. I don't. I think. think she I think money for stories. I think she was planting stuff. Not money. I think she was, she's, think she was she's planting the money. She's planting them to like. She's purposely telling people stuff about other yes. people to get it published but to boost her own profile. What Adrian should have said. Instead, she was accusing Instead her of telling them. And that was where, that was the whole kind of, in that moment, Lisa's like, Oh, you, you think, think Lisa I was would... upset most about the money well, accusation? Just, yeah, you think I'd sell these yeah, like, she, like she needs the money kind of thing. I thought selling was just a term for when you, like, I thought that was just like a, blanket term for when you tell you leak information to a publication i think lisa's one of those people that even if what you're saying is what she did if you don't say the word the specific word she'll she'll she can like use that and be like oh that's not literally what i that's not technically what i did you know what i mean so like you can't really win the argument because you didn't say exactly what she did and she's that warped that she can like rationalize that she has some like spiritual Xanax that is like, she just always stays cool as a cucumber. Mm-hmm. She's great in this Good episode. When you're, when you're coming up against, when you're trading lots of money and firearms, that's the greatest way to be. <laughs> really fast before you go, Jake, do you, yeah. did you, did you also notice that um, Lisa only referred to Allison as the psychic? She never, she always goes, the psychic. She always referred to her as the psychic, which I was like, that Lisa has, she's dealt with this stuff before. She's, she's, she's been, she's been engaged in like magical war before. Oh my God. With with Cedric. I think Cedric is a, he's like a warlock. Yeah. (laughs) The psychic. But also like just the disrespect against like mediums in general. Now you're watching it with the new eyes is like pretty shocking. Yeah. But it's interesting how many times that they go to psychics as the series go, you know, there, there's always at least once a season, Kyle's like, so I, t- you know, I go see my set. This is my psychic or they, there's a party with a psychic or they're always kind of like bringing psychics in. But I love it when the psychic is like, you know, I'm seeing like your, uh, you know, 
did, did your great grandfather have, you know, start with the letter M? People are like, no, they're like, F. They're like, no, <laughs> Z. No. Did your great grandmother have, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I think they were always, I think, I think they always have a psychic because they're always trying to replicate Alison Dubois. They're hoping mm-hmm. one of them is going to have that unstable Electric energy. energy. Yeah. And as Allison would say, they never will know that. They never will. Know that. Know well, that. On, on that note, note, I love you guys. Thank, love you, love Jake. you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. It was so I, fun. I, this is super fun. Thank you for having me. And love to everybody watching. And, um, and have a great night. And, you know, live long and a wife. Yeah. Keep up with Jake on social media. Keep up with me. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye. Uh, love. Um, Icaro. 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 Everyone's just screaming in it. I, that was great. Jake's, he's a, he's uh, a real one. I love him so much. True Lawler hours. I was like, I have to say, and then, if he's still watching, I'm going to embarrass myself. But like that was, I like loved that band. I loved his band. So that was like a real, you know, Iconic. starstruck moment for me. Um, Scissor Sisters. Scissist. Iconic band. Um, iconic queer Guys, band. I feel like we did not recap this episode, but it's okay. I feel like we all had a good time regardless. Yeah. The main thing is like just, kind of it's been nice to just reminisce with people about why this episode is so cool yeah and i also an interesting dynamic that i noted in this episode yes queen sierra pavia i just want to raise <laughs> a diet coke to alpha females Yes. Legend, alpha, 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 alpha females yes and carrie Woo! And- Friend of if the pod. Female, take a sip now. Yeah. Um, Sarah, thank you for your background is fucking amazing. Thank it's you. Really so they just have like still photographers on set. Like, yeah, I know it's a very professional photo. I know. I was impressed. I was like, oh wow. Um, love a girls' night. Well, we love you. So happy you're here. And we need to. We want to. We've been like loose. We've been kind of we get sidetracked every time because we just love everyone that we're talking to. Um, but you know what? It's a night of guests. It's a dinner party. It People are rolling party. through. Um, what is your yes? Loosely recapping. What is your connection to this episode? Like, because I know you've you're going back and you've rewatched it. So like, returning to it with a pair of Fresh wise eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it when it first aired with my mom because my mom and I would watch and this was, I don't know how many years ago, but what's weird. Yeah. It's just so good. And like, it gets better with age. Like it just, you see it so much more clearly. And like now that we know all the dynamics and like what goes down and just like the Camille of it all. Like I was, I was watching Camille of it all. I was watching the whole thing and like Laura was so dead on. Like you, like Camille was giving us so much and we weren't even aware at the time. And like Kyle is a mean girl. She really is. And like, you're so right. She, the entire season would like whisper to people like mean, unnecessary comments for like, that's like her sense of humor to be mean to others at the expense of others. 
Yeah. And I like at the time, I feel like we weren't as aware, like culturally, socially about like how mean girl activity is not cool. Mm-hmm. Like it was cooler back then. And like now it's like red flag. Yeah. Now, stuff. now yeah. it's like there's, yeah, you, it's this. You just know better. Episode. You don't be mean. Like why? Yeah. If you're going to make fun of someone, I think you have to like include them into the joke. Like, you or, have to or be make like fun of yourself. Oh my God. It. Like, yeah, like ha ha ha. And then like you, there's a way to do it where you gather them in to everyone and then yeah, you all inclusive. have a laugh. Yeah, and inclusive trolls. And Kyle does exclusive trolls where it's yes. like a yes. side whisper to then galvanize other people into laughing at someone so that if Lips you're being trolled up. by Kyle, you yes. know exactly what she's saying about you and know that she's getting like three other people to laugh at you and you don't even yeah. know what they're saying. You can't 100%. trust her. That sucks. It's, it's um hashtag galvanize. And also, yeah. um, you know what I really noticed this episode too about Kyle? What? How much what? power she has over Kim. Kim, because, yes. you know, Kyle has sort of, you know, in the true spirit of like, a loved someone who's like the sibling or like family of a addict, they, you know, it, they take that on and they, that becomes sort of their identity a lot of times. And we, Kyle sort of crafts the narrative, especially in season two, that she's this long suffering sister who's had this you know, unstable alcoholic sister who's like sown all this chaos into Kyle's life. And I think that obviously she had a really hard time with Kim and Kim is like put her through the ringer probably. But I also think Kim is terrified of Kyle. And I think this episode specifically, you see Kim watching Kyle's like reactions the whole time, like from across the table. And I really was getting the anxiety of Kim who's constantly worried about Kyle, like judging her. So Kim was sort of muted for a lot of it. Yep. And I think at the end when she snapped with Taylor, it was almost like a displaced rage okay. at Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, you're the right. Total projection on what she actually wants to say to Kyle. You see the first shred of this, like when they're in the limo going to Camille's and Kyle's like, I think that was the exit. Like, have you been here? And Kim is like, yeah, I've been here three times, like makes a joke. And then Kyle's like, what? Yeah. He's like, no, I haven't been here. And then Kyle laughs and she's like, oh, I mean, I wouldn't care if you had like, yeah, that's I'm so like, sure. Yeah. yeah. The first then- time. But then also when you see like how Kyle <laughs> operates and where, especially just the way their relationship works is when Kyle is weakened by, someone else's like read or feels insecure kim becomes like her whipping post where it's like then immediately kim is out like kim didn't do anything to kyle like kim's shenanigans were like not even anything to write home about she walked into a plant (laughs) she walked into a plant she fell but like that was like not anything that people come away from this episode talking about like people are like oh and like then Kyle, Kyle like didn't even let her go in the limo with them that afterwards. Was, that was yeah. her go alone, and then, so and then they all go to the rude. polo lounge. I was like, rude. Yeah. So and rude. Then, and then, uh, Kim when she calls her. And Kim just in the limo. I've been there before. We were just constantly calling and calling. Like <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's not a fun. It's not a fun. No, but like I, come on, we've all been, we've all been, we've all been there, right, right. (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. Um, but Kim, I think also she was digging at her a little because when she's talking about Faye, I love when Camille goes not looking at 
Faye goes, who is Faye? <laughs> Wait, Faye can Resnick? I tell you my factoid about Faye Resnick? Yes. 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 Please. <laughs> so my literal best friend from college is related to Faye. And when I found this out, I like lost my mind. Like they're like blood related. What? Like blood related. Yes. They're Greek. So they call like cousins. They're technically cousins. Like I think second cousins because the moms are cousins, but they call cousins of like a certain age, like aunties or aunts, you know? So she calls her her aunt, her aunt Faye. And she told me about aunt Faye and like how she lives in LA. She's an interior designer. And I was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, the morally corrupt Faye Resnick? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, can we go like up to LA and like hang out with her and like go to lunch? And she's like, no. I was like, oh. (laughs) Why? But like to this day, I'm always like, how's Faye? Like, how's she doing? And like, ask about her. Like, tell me little tidbits about her and stuff. But yeah, it's not wild. So you've still never met her? No, and I've been begging, but they like follow each other on social media, so it's like it's real. <laughs> Are they like? But so they're like close, ish. Like they they have like a huge age gap. Like uh, yeah, you know, like an aunt and a niece would, I guess. But like I don't know. I guess like they've never been super close, but like they're like they wish each other happy birthday and so, I don't know. It just wow. I, I just thought it was so wild. I was like, that's Sarah, so that is like one of the craziest connections I've heard. I know. It's, yeah. it's wild. But yeah, she's like said it when the whole, like all the OJ stuff happened. It was like, yeah, I bet a year before she was born or something, but yeah, like so wild. Crazy. You know, it is. It's also <laughs> wild to think about how Faye, I was thinking also at this dinner. Wow. Everything goes back to OJ. Mm-hmm. Seriously, if it we're not for OJ. We would not. It spawned like everything, a, a whole new world of like entertainment. Mm-hmm. But also, like so many people are connected to him mm-hmm. in Hollywood, and like and just Vegas. like that Brentwood, like yeah. I mean, even in like the most recent episodes of Kardashians, there was Chris Jenner's birthday party happened recently, where Faye Resnick was in attendance of the birthday. She's she always there all over the place. Want to know I something? Do you want to know something? I, first of all, I always wish they made her a housewife. I don't Me know why. Too. They should have. Why I didn't think she they? brings it. And like, I like when someone like is very dynamic off the jump. Yeah. Like, someone Dana just really- was annoying, but I was like, at least she has like an angle and I'm like, I'm here to loll at her. Like she, it, right. I like when people are just like very strong. <laughs> But she'll pop in like immediately Sorry, when Allison just... said something. She's like, I don't think so. And I'm what? my psychic things tell me that you're a liar. Like, and I was like, you're a day player. Like you're getting, you're not even getting paid for this. And you're willing to go in. <laughs> I know what you saw. No, someone, what? Just wrote, someone just wrote Faye is Chloe's mom. <laughs> Real mom. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, I didn't mean to be laughing when you were talking. Is she? No, I saw. No. She looks so much like like, What do we believe? I don't even know what to believe. I I saw, there are pictures of Chloe as a a little girl where she looks like Robert. I think Robert is her dad. I think she's just like the the youngest. She's the youngest of those. Courtney and Kim were born closer together. And then Chloe was a little bit later and she looks a little different. I agree. But, But I, um, I noticed that going back to Kyle and Kim, I noticed that Kyle kind of used Faye to get at Kim a little because she was like, oh. she was like, 
uh, Kim, Faye is like a sister. She basically is yes. my sister. And you kind of had a shot to Kim and Kim was just like... Mm. And I... Kyle uses people for to get to other people. She did it with Taylor and Lisa. She did it with Dorit and Lisa later on. Like, she always... The threesomes are like where she lives to like... She thrives in that. Yes, you're so right. Mm. That's so and, true. Like triangulating. I can just imagine the dynamics, like, especially when Kim was sort of like, because, you know, Kim was like the star growing up. Yeah. And I think Kyle probably was She's jealous. so good at them. acting. She is good at acting. She's so good. Have you seen her? Black Snake Moan. Wow. That clip that was circulating. I was like, what the hell? Like, she should be on like a Ryan Murphy show or something. Like, she's so. She really should. Did you know so that moment where she was like imitating Allison? She was like, how's her cigarette? Like, she's amazing. And I was like, I was transported in that moment to like another she's a storyteller. era. Yeah. She's like, she's, she's a, a classic actress, but she, I just, and I love, I love when she just goes, like she, she just, she's really funny. Yes. Kim is, yes. someone just said Kim is so watchable. She is so watchable. She's You're right. And she's, she's really natural. Smart. She's actually really smart and like witty and has like funny little, I think she, so she just was fucked up. Like she was just clouded by substances, but. She's but once you see like there's a moment where you see her like she can't handle conflict <laughs> at all. And that's where she jumps into like overdrive Kim is when everyone's screaming over her and she's like <clears throat> like has a moment of interior and then an exterior explosion and then that's yeah. where you get like messy Kim. You almost you can almost see her like on set as a kid with like someone yelling at her and like her mom being like, Get in there, Kim, get in there, you know, like with Yeah, do like, the scene. And do the scene, like, Kimberly. And Kim tries just being to like, scream ah! at Taylor. Yeah. yeah. She's like, okay, yeah. I'll just like Yeah. Taylor's like oh <laughs> Don't scream she at totally, Taylor. Taylor's she totally enough. I know. But she you I just had a flash of cat of big Kathy Hilton, like the mom, like <laughs> behind Taylor being like, Scream at her, Kim screaming her and then she just stands up and goes why don't you go blow up your lips some more <laughs> also, they're they're her mom. so mean to each other in these early seasons like they would never say shit like that now no why don't you go blow up your lips some more i you can't talk to you because you're up your you rock. Don't get slut pig oh. energy these days so you are a slut pig you're a slut pig <laughs> Bring back Slut Pig. I mean, I'm sorry. If we're gonna film. If we're gonna film everyone doing their whatever. Oh. I need Slut Pig energy. Oh my god! Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring us back. Bring SP back. Um, Sarah, what would you? Slut Pig. I have two questions for C. Yes. One: Would you get a reading by Allison? Do you believe? Okay. Her? Typically, my answer would be no because I get freaked out. I don't want to know like any psychic my whole entire life my mom has gotten readings like everywhere she thinks it's really funny and like she'll go to a fair and they'll like read her she'll be at like a jewelry party and there's a psychic because like ladies love psychics it's like a they thing. do like, it's a White good women love because <laughs> ladies love psychics Don't i be as freaked charged. out but i would have her read me because i would just want to be in the room with her just to like talk to her and like take it all in because like but i would ask i would bring i, w- I would want to like also vape too wow yeah she that's part of the session fully smoking a cig while the clouds were just and just like the (laughs) ankle that she was blowing the smoke was like (sighs) like it's crazy yeah you know you're fucked up when you're like dramatically smoking a cigarette in front of people is like 
that you've you're just channeling. met. Yeah, that you've just met. You're on a channel level. I also love when she goes, you're nothing. You've done nothing in your life to Kyle. And Kyle's <laughs> kind like, of true. <laughs> he will never, never emotionally fulfill you. Know that. Know that. I also, like when she goes, <laughs> I also love when she goes, you're more, you need to let more female energy into your life. You tend to only she, hang out with the guys. And if then Kyle she's goes, real, she was 1000% channeling Camille because even Camille jumped in and was like, oh, that's me. And like <laughs> the cheating, <laughs> the female walls, like she was literally reading Camille right next to her and like was projecting it onto Kyle because she just like called, thought Kyle was a little bitch. So yeah. she like... But- also, I think that like, like Camille's like when she drinks, she just really channels, she and I'm knew like exactly what she was setting up. Oh, it was set so- it fully up. But I'm also like, I feel like from the people that I've like interacted with in the spiritual community, like it's more common that they choose to abstain from drinking because it's like you can like some people like it does lower the veil or whatever, like when you're fucked up. But I feel like if you're really honed in, you want to be specific about who it is you're like channeling to. And I think Not that's a concerned example. at this point. No. Well, she was she off the clock though. She said it. They did. Girls night. Saturday. Kyle and Faye pushed her. We're supposed to be good. Supposed to be bad. We're supposed to be bad. What was it? We're supposed to. What was the quote? I wrote it down. In a controlled setting. We're supposed to be really bad in a controlled setting. I also also wanted to fuck. She came there to fuck that night. She she was flirty. I was getting like, I was like her creamy skin. Like I found myself getting like turned on by Allison. Between D, Dee Dee, and Allison, like very sexually forward, flirty energy. Dee Dee, and then. Didi has only has eyes for Camille though. Yeah. yeah. But then you have Camille being like everything that happens, it cuts to Camille and she's like, yeah, I love when she goes, um, when she says that Kyle's a guy's girl. Camille goes, Oh, that's me. I tend to only be friends with men because women don't, are jealous of me. Caddy, like, they always so have caddy. They're always so caddy to me. Yeah. 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 D's like, yeah, you're yeah. so right, Camille. And then Camille later, she goes, it's, it's jealousy. I, I hate to say it, but it is jealousy. They all they they like all bring that back a lot. Like D always comes back with and reminds Camille how right she is that women truly hate her. Like what are you laughing? Like, at? I'm just like I oh, love Camille. Camille so much. I'm like yeah, yeah they she's fucking amazing. hate Camille. We literally all it's, hate. It's, like I, hate I fully hated Camille, and I fell into her trap. Like she's right. Like women fucking hate her. But they don't know. Like, you really have to get to an evolved place to, like, appreciate the psychosis that is Camille Grammer. Yeah. She also goes, Kyle, you did call me a delusional bitch. Like, and then, and then she, like, waited for that moment. She was kind of, she like, waits. passive, she passive, has, passive. Oh, She has the lines ready, like, yeah. ready and waiting. Like, when she was at the Broadway play for, like, Kelsey's Tony, oh, or the Tony Awards, she comes out in the gown and, like, they're cheersing. She goes... To 13 years of marriage. When yeah. she knows she's about to get a divorce. <laughs> yeah. like, I lost queen. my mind. I was like, that is ge- brilliant. Like, ugh. Yeah. Someone just wrote patient queen. <laughs> patient she queen. She and she also, is. like, does she... She doesn't really, like, curse people out, does she? She doesn't use bad words. She doesn't use, like, disrespectful language, which is I a I feel total- like in a reunion, Andy asked, like, everyone's favorite swear word, and she, like, didn't say it. She was like... 
but or something like that. And they were like, Power no. Move. And then they like had to get her to say something. She yeah, she never she 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 goes like she'll go full throttle and she'll be like uh, uh, and like that, but she never swears. Yeah. She's that's a calculated. She's a she's a polite Jersey girl from Monmouth County. She's from she's New Jersey. Jersey too. Oh yeah. Camille Donatucci. All the best. All the best. Get the fuck out of here. She's from like she's from like the I knew. Am I the North Beat the North Shore of the North Jersey Shore? As I've gotten older, my Jersey gaydar just goes off. Oh, and that's Ky- Kyle, you did call me a delusional bitch. <laughs> Being like I was like yeah. That is like, your no, perception. That's how Kyle talks. <laughs> that is your delusion. Kyle. And then she goes, Who is Faye? <laughs> oh, that's where I really you you did Playboy after the OJ trial. Oh, after the OJ she trial. She knew, like another moment where she waited and then pounced. And she goes, she goes, Oh yeah, I did it, but I did the lingerie. I did lingerie, Playboy lingerie. <laughs> Camille did like a softcore porn. Yeah. She also, but I also when they meet when Faye when they introduce her outside on the on the deck, Camille says hi to her, and then there's a shot of Camille looking away when they like part, and there's a look. Camille goes like this. Yes, and you, you knew she knew she knew exactly who she was in that moment, and she was just waiting, 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 waiting. It's weird how when you watch it back later, I was just like you, Laura. Like I also was on Kyle and everyone else's side and thought Camille was like kind of crazy. Obviously she was the villain, but like in watching it back, I'm like a thousand percent like Camille is just the real one. And like the only moment that I could like relate energy wise was when Kyle was like, when someone was like, well, don't tempt her. And Kyle's like, what does don't tempt me mean? And I was like, that's me. I would do that. I'd be at a party and I'd be like, what does don't tempt me mean? Like, Oh, of course. Because Kyle felt emboldened because she had her her actual sister there. She had Faye there. Like, mm-hmm. she had Lisa next to her. So she felt like... Because she does, like... Even though she and Kim have a fucked up relationship, they, like, they will fight w- for each other. Like, they get and in Allison there. Allison was being such a tease. She's like, well... Yeah. talking. She won't shut up about how she's a medium. And then she won't do it. And they're all like, come on, come on. And she loves it. She's, like, relishing in it. And she's just like, don't tempt me. And I'd be like... Prove it. Don't t- what does don't tempt me mean? I would have fully leaned in and been like, they were a dinner, they were a full dinner table of patient queens, all of them except yeah. Kim. Except well, Kim was patient. She waited. Kim was patient. Well, Kim, yeah, she doesn't. It's not. She's not very tempered. Like she, it just she has to get pushed to a level where then she yeah. reacts. But she's just kind of. <laughs> she has doty energy. Laying, yeah, she has uh, doty energy. She's laying in wait, and then she gets like triggered, and then goes. Also, I really loved adrian's little adrian was funny because she was sitting she was in between like she oh, was sort of the the I, I would have sat had to be sat there i know i would have been seated there and i would just like, oh, <laughs> there's this amazing shot where allison like chugs some of her drink and then you, they just cut to adrian and adrian's like this adrian's like <laughs> she was very still she, she didn't know she didn't want any sudden movements because i know she's had about three or four of those cocktails and i had a few sips Oof, it was too much for me. They were strong. They were huge. They were goblets. Mm-hmm. But I love when Taylor stands up and she goes, "This is not these. We are not the ladies I know." Yeah, and now, kind of women. And she goes to Adrian. She goes, "You need to do something." 
you need to stand up and say something. And Adrian's like, fuck, why do I have to do why it? Why would I? Yeah, like, what? Why me? And then Kim That's the whole time is going, why did you stay up and say something? <laughs> exactly. I can't talk to you because you're off your fucking rocker. That was a good Kim. No, that's Taylor. It's a really I good. It's Taylor. She can't really because they're like her both like, talks. I can't talk to you because you're <laughs> up your fucking rocker. And Kim goes, "Why don't you go blow up your lips some more?" And then Kyle goes, "Kim, stop it." <laughs> she goes, "Why don't you go blow up your lips some more?" I'm losing my I mind. Talk, <laughs> I can't talk to you because you're up your fucking rocker. <laughs> Taylor I knows. Enough. I love her. Also, just like her, she's like very bar method. Yeah. Enough. Enough. She's like showing her. Yeah, arm, she's showing her, her, her like muscles are just like protruding. Just like enough. She's showing that like that like that like little weights. Yeah. It's sinewy Tracy Anderson. So Tracy Anderson arms. Yeah. Like in her little black dress, <laughs> saying enough. And then the best too is Kim being like, well, bye. And like, <laughs> she goes, she goes, thanks. Sorry about everything. That oh, oh. Uh, she does calm. She does like um, yeah. physical comedy. She does comedy. She does, she's a physical comedian. And then, and then Camille goes, oh, oh, bye. <laughs> She's like, Camille doesn't even get up through this whole thing. She just sits at the head of the table and she's like, she can't be bothered. No, it's honestly jealousy. Also, can we talk about also, can we talk about how, like, at the end when Allison's just like on one and she's just like going at it with her vape e cig and she's talking mad shit and you can see Dee Dee being like, okay, like, okay. And like, you can literally see Camille going like, like you're on camera, like. But Camille's also so, laughing because she loves. Oh, I know it. she loves. Well, she loves it, but she's like, "See, I warned her. Keep going." Yeah, she's like, and also picking up a rose and sniffing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Camille is peak who me, and I just yeah. live for that kind of energy where you're there to stir it up and just she light the fire. It up and it acts like she just like sets it up, what? and then it's just like. And like, she, it's the best. And she just goes, she just goes, I just love Kim. Oh, 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 well, gotta go. Oh, where do you think Kim took the car to? I think she took the car from Camille's house, had the driver take her to like the Santa Monica beach, climbed over like the fence and just like sat in the water and stirred out the ocean. Mm-hmm. Or did she end up in like, like, where do you think she went after this? She didn't go home. Kim? She, well, she called pour herself like a vodka. Yeah. <laughs> she drank yeah. herself to sleep. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, Kyle. Kyle. Also, it's like, so she was excommunicated by Kyle. It was they, fucked up. And they all went along with it. Mm-hmm. They, all they, the other ladies did. They, well, they didn't have respect for Kim. Kyle did her like shit. She hid her intentions being like, you just go like we're all going home so you just go home she lied whatever yeah lied and then like wanted just her yes people around her and then as soon as she was mad at kim so wanted to not include her yeah and wanted to like teach her a lesson yeah and then kim even knew she was like you're gonna go and like you all are gonna like talk about this night and she's like no we're not we're going home and then gaslights kim yeah, and then it's like, let's go. It's like, it's just so mean, but like also very like mean sister energy. Yeah. 
Also, I I would have wanted to dr- ride home and recap the night with Kim. She'd be funny and do funny impressions. Yeah, she's a great time. So they, they missed out on some good impressions of Allison, so f- they're lost. Well, there can only be like one funny Richard sister. In That's the it. You know, Kim thinks, or, uh, Kyle thinks she's funny, and I'm like, mm. you're not, you don't have it. Kim mm-hmm. is the one with the gift. Sorry. The gift of gab. I don't want to like, I don't want to like, uh, what's it called? Take too much of your time, but can really quickly, can I bring up one thing that I would like your team yes. your opinions on? Yes. Don't know if you saw. Okay. Do you guys see the deadline interview that Rand gave about his first directorial debut? Oh yeah. He needs Puerto Rico. He needs to get back to Puerto Rico. It's, a, it's quite a cast. It's a, you know, it's a real doozy of a, of a picture. It's a picture. Do you see that he wants to be up and running by the end of this month? Uh, good luck to, good luck to that. that crew. Yeah. I mean, that's delusional. That's delusional. I mean, he thinks he's oh, also supposed to be getting married to Lala soon. They, they pushed that though, right? They pushed it, but I think they're, they're getting married in Orange County. So they tech, I don't know if Orange County is extending their lockdown but they might be on like a different uh stay at home journey than la they're always on a different something journey than we are of a different wavelength yeah um yeah also lala's stepmom post we were talking about in the bonus episode just how funny it was so good oh you're not even married yet (laughs) at all but she like like, considers herself like they're full-on like i've raised them oh yeah i love assuming that role and just like owning it oh yeah to be to be a stepdaughter to Lala Kent. Oh, Sierra. Sierra. What a gift you were. You're, Thanks you're for light, having me, you guys. You're a light in my Thanks life. Joining. Yeah, light in mine as well. We both are in mine. It's nice that all the first time, the three of us all together. What a dream. Right? Mm-hmm. Except, well, we did, we did, we were all together once outside of Hugo's. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, no, we've been all together multiple yeah. times. I mean, on the pod. <laughs> oh, on the pod. <laughs> yeah. We've no, we've been together. together. We've been together a lot. I'm sorry. No, I revis- I revised that history quickly. I was like, yes, the one time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I was sorry. like, wow. Okay. And so it is. Written. Oh, Sierra, you know what I meant. <laughs> wow, Bethany, wow. We've hung out several times. Sierra is here, and you're down here. Sierra is a Sierra is a a a, a regular at our screenings. True. Yes, they're good. Thank you so much for coming. Love you guys. We love you. So that was so fun. You. I love Bye. your background, and I love you. I'll see you soon. Love you. See. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye. Um. Wow. What a night. What a night. Well. I felt I I like I have like quarantine has given me like worms on my brain where I like can't remember like like um, things. Let me tell you. Obviously, we have we've all hung out together with C like several times. And I'm like, we did hang out together. Like Sierra is I see Sierra like before this. I saw her like a lot. Laura and I have been with Sierra like 10 times. I but with words like i'll have a word that i'm like grasping for and i just have a still alice like can't remember journey but my 
kind of brain secret right now is honestly learning Italian on Duolingo. For some, I think no, the so act helpful. of memorizing another language has really helped my brain function better. I'm not even lying. Yeah. That's science. Just Google it, you guys. Sarah Gaza, thank you all for hanging in there. Um, yes. This was like a bit, this was experimental. This, yeah, this was. It's not we. It kind of just like unfolded as it went, and um, I liked it. I liked it. I think it felt like hanging out. Like I was seeing friends and meeting new friends that I hadn't met because I hadn't met Pat before, and I was just like, "Wow, it, this is what it feels like to like know people." We've had people. Yeah, we had sort of like a. It really did feel like a, we were having a dinner party. People stopping mm-hmm. in, sort of like eating when they come schnibbing a little and then leaving and going to the next party. Yeah. I hope all you guys enjoyed it. It was a little bit, it was a little bit off the beaten path, but I think it's good to mix it up every once in a while. Keeps everyone on their toes. Lars. Thank you for being. Was that good? I think it was fun. I had actually a lot of fun. I think it was, I think it was a lot of fun. It was just a chill. It was more of a chill hang, but I think that's just the energy that we, I mean, that's the energy that I needed. Like I feel and selfishly, like I feel like I got dressed up tonight, did my hair and makeup, and went to hang out with friends and Agreed. Like, met a new person, and so that felt good for me. Yeah, we got <laughs> so I'm like, like I really needed this, like just a hang sesh. Sierra is one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Jake, I admire him as a as an artist. Jake and Pat. And I- good time long long times and just truly brings a, such joy to my life whenever i get to see him so I was happy about that and pat is so funny and that's amazing I've never met him before he's so great you should follow all of them or pat is hilarious on twitter you can follow sierra on instagram jake i think has a yeah jake's everywhere at jake shears and is like releasing new music intermittently and it's so good Sierra is Sierra Pavia on Instagram. And then Pat is Poe Reagan. So you can follow all them and see what they're up to. But and thank all you guys. Thank for, you all for hanging in there. I know it's late on the East Coast and wherever else or early. Yeah, or, and all you on the West Coast or in the middle, maybe you skipped Vanderpump Rules to watch us just like blab to each other. So we appreciate that. And we're, you know, this is a really shitty situation that a lot of us everyone's in um and emotionally and it brings me joy to be able to do this with all of you and with laura and we just have to keep we're gonna do more of these because especially laura and i in la are we are not going anywhere not going anywhere you can't get rid of us yeah we're gonna have more of these and maybe this can just become a thing because this actually like made me feel like a human being again and i really was not feeling like that for yeah we could just do like hangouts yeah just have like funny people come in and just talk like we can have like loose and this is all like side combo we don't have to for everyone but no but i'm like open i want to know what you guys like and we're open to suggestions and I mean, this is going to be a long haul, so... Keep us sane. Yeah. But thank right. you guys for giving me a reason to shower and... Thank you for giving me a reason for putting on the chambray. Know that. Know that. Love you. Love you so much. 
Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. I know, I know, I'm feeling.